So we're gonna leave men out of this one again tonight, right? I think that's a great idea. Yeah, it's been it's been it's been great with us. We're not going off the rail. Well, no, we're still going off. The Dude, rails. going off the rails. That's kind of like a staple of this podcast, and I think everybody knows it too. <coughs> it wouldn't be the same without us. Without us doing that. I mean, maybe. Maybe. Who's calling uh, somebody? You're calling him. You're calling him. No, you called me. God damn it, I told you not to call him. No, Shit. I didn't call him. You said you, you... I mean, uh, hey, buddy. Oh, hey, buddy. You better be glad you called me. I'm here to save this fucking podcast, you two assholes, about derailed. <laughs> derailed? That's the whole point. No, 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 no. No, last week was rough. One thing. Last week, we about got copyrighted because all you could hear was Justin Timberlake in the back. When you couldn't hear that, all you could hear dimly talking to somebody on the phone. Josh, every bit of news he gave was lies and falsehoods. No, the crown jewel was definitely falsehood as far as I knew. Every piece of news he gave last week was lies and falsehood. Everything that came out about the conference call came out later that that's not what was said or what was implied. So I am back tonight. As you can tell, I'm under the weather. To save face for Turn to Buckle Podcast because Josh single-handedly killed it in one episode. I did not single-handedly <laughs> kill it. Josh, you had Jason so pissed off he just hung up. What do you mean so single-handedly pissed he hung up? Yes, he just ended the podcast because you took it upon yourself to pop first. So when you decide that you're going to pop first, you also have to push one first. Well, I was trying to do and, what he did to me the following, the last week, it, but... It, it's been that way since we started those. So when you didn't do that, Jason just ended the podcast. No, see you fuckers. No, this is what's coming up. No, nothing. Just fuck you fuckers is basically what it was. Honestly, it wasn't a fuck you fuckers. It was a fuck you, Josh, because I had a... I had an inkling in the back of my mind that that's what he was trying to do was, you know, be funny and cool like me. And, yeah, that shit don't work. Yeah, there's only room for two of those in, there, in our group. Me and Jason's got that so down. You're going to you're gonna have to find your role within this group. Oh, wow, my voice came back for a second. Did y'all hear that? <laughs> hey, that's hilarious. It's like Peter Brady on that episode where he's trying to sing and he keeps in That's puberty. funny as shit. Dude, no, it's so bad. No, it because is. I've seen that episode. That's it's funny just, as shit. Yeah. I don't know what it is. It's not flu. It's not strep. It's not COVID. Thank goodness. You yeah, just got that crud. Huh? You just got that crud. Yeah, I can't shake it. I mean, I've been uh, I've been knocking out some uh, mucin eggs. It's breaking it up, but it's still there. I mean, I'm better than I was last weekend. Well, that's good. Man. I've been coughing for three weeks. <clears throat> Dude, I'd start coughing so bad, I'd, I'd get lightheaded. Me too. It'd be black, and I'd be seeing little dots. And yeah. Stars and shit. I used to have to pay for that. <laughs> <laughs> like, I did the exact same thing. I did it one time. I you okay, man? Yeah, I'm good. I, it's so bad last night, he woke Kenzie up, and she called. She goes, are you good? I said, yeah, just had one of them coughing fits. Oh, damn. Shit. But I woke up this morning, and I felt great. Took Allie to work, come back, and started feeling like crud again. Mm. Yeah, last couple of days I went without coughing, and then here I am again, coughing all day. The coughing's really all that's got me now, the coughing and the mucus. I mean, I've got the body aches, but who knows what that's really from. It's about to get bad again because the damn weather's about to change. Right. 
And I mean, you know, the body aches. I had that other shot done Monday, so say it's, you know, it's not from that steroid fentanyl shot. Yeah. So, and it is what it is. But well, you say you say it was a steroid and fentanyl. Yeah. God dang. Yeah, I don't know. I'll tell you exactly what it was. It was, let me find my discharge paper. He said it was, uh. Tell Dave if he don't shut up, I'm gonna give, I'm gonna choke him. Oh, he got the message. Deck of drawing, uh, the fentanyl, and they gave me Zofran for nausea, but yeah, that's, uh, that was the shot, was Deck of drawing. Whatever that means, and then uh, means knock you on your ass. Well, Deca means it ten, did. so you got ten drawings. Yes. But, right. you know, I don't know what a drawing is, but you got ten of them bastards. Ten of them. I felt I felt great after the shot all day uh, Monday, and then part of the day yesterday, and that's that's about the relief it gave me last time was about a day and a half. So this time was a lot quicker though. We were. We knew what to expect, uh, so I got there. My appointment was at nine. We got there at like eight fifty. Uh, they took me back, used the bathroom, changed into uh, a hospital <coughs> gown. That that was for the ladies there. That was for their pleasure. <laughs> Man, maybe the doctor. I don't know. Maybe he liked it. But asked out in the hospital gown. And then I left. I was out of there by ten thirty. Oh, cool. Hell yeah. Yeah, did it again with no, uh, didn't go to sleep this time, just did it. Uh, pressure wasn't near as bad this time. You remember I told you last time how when you could feel the medicine go in your chest, it was, you're like an elephant sitting on you? Yeah. Yeah. It wasn't bad this time. Uh, this time the worst thing was the damn cold ass soap when they wash you back. Oh, shit. I'm talking about like I was, I had shrinkage. <laughs> that was the worst part. And then I felt, uh, he did a lot more injections this time, so I could feel those uh, as he numbed the skin where he was doing the injections. But uh, so the next process with that is I go December the ninth for a follow up with Megan uh, to confirm that these didn't work, but like a day and a half, and then uh, schedule shoulder surgery after that when. We'll see their neck doctor and be planning on another neck surgery because it is still horrible. No oh, shit. Shit, man. According to what Paige said on uh, Dynamite last week, I don't know if y'all caught this or not, but uh, she has the exact same thing I have. Uh, uh, severe spinal stenosis, uh, low fluids in the spinal canal. Uh, I heard that and I was like, well, damn. <laughs> Find out what she did. That, well, it's probably going to be expensive what she did. But I probably can't afford the doctor they did. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I don't, I don't think Medicaid's going to cover that for me to get back in a ring. Well, let's see what you can get for that lawsuit. Yeah, that's, the, that's what we're looking for. Oh, yeah. Nothing personal, but you just get to spark my neck up, Doc. Yeah. <laughs> <coughs> no, it, it's very personal. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, no shit. <coughs> oh. Well, guys, we uh went a little longer in the cold open than we normally do, so... uh. <coughs> oh, I don't remember eating no corn. Yeah, <coughs> but it's always there. Go.
What's up, fuckers, and welcome to a uh, another exciting. Come on, bring up some adjectives. We need some adjectives. Extravagant play. Damn it, you took mine. <laughs> I about choked. I really did. I about, I about choked you did, I was I about spit everything out. But yeah, that's Coffee. it. Welcome to another play edition of the Turn the Buckle podcast. <laughs> I am Jason Hampton. This coffin ass bitch over here is Josh Cox. I didn't get to fucking introduce myself. Well, I was helping you out. You know, you saving your saving your breath. Thank you for being so thoughtful. And via satellite, we have. Hello, I am Ben Thrasher. Yes, yes. I don't know. I'm via because I'm a classy bitch. Thrasher, yes, excellent. He's been a. Uh, indisposed the last couple episodes. Well, I ain't gonna lie. I was gonna do this last week, but and I got my belly full. <laughs> I hit that recliner, and I slept all the way through going to get Cali from work. Well, I mean, no shit. We literally texted, and we waited a good 15 minutes to see if we heard back from you before yeah. we started recording. If you'd have called, I'd have answered. We should have called. Should have fucked with him. Well... Yeah, but ain't no telling what you're up to if we'd have called. You could have been, you know, shitting your brains out. That'd been a great cold open. I, I still would have had my phone on me. <coughs> It'd be like the conversation on Friday. Take a look at that paper over there. Get count of that. <laughs> I'm trying to be no dog catcher. God damn. I have a dog, and I choke him, and I kick the shit at him just all day long. Put up a dog ass, bang, bang, bang up his ass. You say my love goes bang, bang, bang. Yes. It's a ding. <laughs> I miss Pops. I know it. Uh, John Witherspoon, one of the greatest actors of all time. Agreed. You've got, you got to coordinate. I actually... Although I wasn't there as his guest, I always say I watched the Miami Heat game with him just because he was in the same arena I was. There you go. <laughs> the first ever pro sporting event I ever went to was a Miami Heat basketball game in Miami against Memphis. I remember when you went. That's when Memphis was the shits. I just thought it was funny. I went all that way to see Memphis when I could have just went across the state. Yeah, he's probably better in Miami. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, the that day before we went to the game, we were swimming in the fucking ocean. Yeah. Just keep swimming. And it was in December, like right before Christmas. Just yeah, man, it actually gets weird, real winter. <laughs> it, yeah. it ain't like the rest of Tennessee. It's it's kind of it's kind of the northwestern tip of the state. I bet people. I bet it was probably like sixty degrees in December over there in Miami. People are freaking out, putting on Carhartt jackets, and coveralls. I bet. Man, it's cold as fuck out here. Oh, if it drops below <laughs> seventy, they're talking about cold. Yeah, <laughs> it only drops below seventy at like night, and then you wake up, it's like eighty with zero humidity and just a dry heat. Oh. <laughs> oh god! In the oh god, they fell. Oh yeah, he just Florida. <laughs> All right, so. The way we've done the way we've done the podcast this last couple weeks is just uh, not really reviewing uh, the shows or anything because we hadn't had you here to review for us, Benjamin. I I, I listened to him. He listened to him. 
Like I said, two weeks ago was good. Last week was last week fuck podcast I've ever heard in my life. Well, last week I well I told you I almost <laughs> didn't even post on you guys. Josh, I ain't talked to you because I didn't make it to RCW Saturday, but Jason and I were chasing like four thirty in the morning. Uh, what would have been Thursday morning about? Uh, yeah, I was I'm on like, my way. Dude, all you could hear is fucking Timberlake, like Jennifer just blaring fucking music. I'm surprised. I'm literally surprised. Uh, if you put anything on YouTube, you would have got flagged for copyright. That's how loud the music was. Yeah, we probably should have just canned that, man. Yeah, <laughs> it was content. Yeah, I told. I told Ben that morning because he had texted that uh, he texted that he'd listen to it because of course you know his sleep schedule is all jacked up. Exactly. It's on Mountain Dew. <laughs> goddamn. Coming in here like a spider monkey. It's on. It's on goddamn Mountain Time. You never know when you're going to sleep, when you're waking up. No. When I'm going back to sleep. Yeah. You never know, but. Yeah, and there was, like, questions like I would, like I did the week before when y'all couldn't remember Fallon Henley and things like that. Uh, just text them back, like, yeah, you got this right, this was wrong. Right. I texted Jason about the, uh, you know, the out-and-out lies you, you propagated across our airwaves about them moving the show to the Performance Center. Yeah, I, I didn't realize that was a lie until after we posted 90% of the motherfuckers on the show were already in Saudi Arabia. Yeah. <clears throat> Blame Will too. He sent it to us. Well, no, not only that, but well, you know, you said who you got <clears throat> your news from. You got it from Sean Ross. That anybody that's going to stand up and defend Becky Lynch is not a journalist, in my opinion. Okay, so, there you go. There Sean you go. Ross and you too, Justin Smith. <laughs> but no, uh, that happening. Yeah, it sucks that we did put out the misinformation like we did, and we yeah. apologize to everyone out there. Sorry about that, guys. But we're no, not the no, only people sorry. that happens from to. What I, from what I read, because you know me, and you know my Saturdays when I'm not at RCW. Right. Except this past Saturday, because I will be honest, I slept through 90% of the Tennessee game and 80% of the Alabama game. Oh, that's okay. You didn't miss nothing in either game. Well, I've seen the final result was disappointed in both, but uh, at least my Eagles are 8 0 and playing on Monday night next week. Should be yeah. a good win. But. Uh, but no, like I was saying. Uh, it come up 12 o'clock, so I didn't even turn it on. I turned, you know, I turned the Tennessee game on at 3 30 when I finally remembered it was on. I think I watched Ohio State, maybe the 12 o'clock game I had on. Yeah, Ohio State and Northwestern, Northwestern was early. Yeah, 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 because, you know, the weather's why they didn't blow them out. Motherfucker. Yeah. Yeah, that weather was fucking crazy. You're stuck in Ohio State's dig. Ohio State should be the fourth-ranked team, Agreed. not the second. Agreed. And the only reason they should be fourth-ranked is because they're still undefeated. Yep. Agreed. Michigan is going to hurt them when they play them. I oh, yeah. So. I do, too. But, uh, so I didn't watch it, but the highlights I've seen was still a decent show from, well, from the main event standpoint anyway. Everything on the undercard was very predictable to me. Everything on the whole show was predictable, um, as far as your wins and overs. Yeah. Yeah. You know, Drew had to get his win back against Carrion. Yep. 
the OC had to lose so they could bring in who they ended up bringing in Monday night, which was a surprise because that's not who I picked them to go with. Right. We all thought the same thing. But I don't hate it. Uh, almost at Braun Strowman. It is what it is. It's got Braun heat with a lot of the boys, apparently. Yeah, it has. Uh, but the surprise, even though uh, we know he's good, was Logan Paul hanging with Roman like he did. Unfortunately, he tore his ACL, his MCL, and his meniscus. So that's six to that's nine probably, that's probably eight, eight to twelve months out. I was about to say that's probably <laughs> close to a year right there. Yeah, because he did the same thing Seth did. And yeah, so he uh, showed out, but unfortunately, you know, uh, he's going to be on the shelf now for a while. So I don't think it hurts him as bad as it does like a Cody getting hurt or if a Seth went down now. Yeah, because if he hadn't got hurt, he wouldn't be coming back until like maybe Rumble or Mania anyway. I was about to say, well, he's part-time anyway. He's stream on TV. He's more of a Brock guy that comes in for the big things. Um, right. I think he would – I think he would venture better with the hardcore fans if he was a character on television more often. And I think with the way they're going with his brother, I think they sign him and they're both characters on TV going forward. Interesting. I could see that, but only if they let the brother keep doing the boxing stuff he's doing. Right. And that's another thing I was going to bring up in notes. You know, uh, we'll go over right now since we're doing news was – Triple H was asked about Zack Ryder coming in, and of course he said no, but he'd be interested in Matt Cardona, which right. is a play on words because Cardona's done that podcast numerous times. Anybody's asked him about it. But what Cardona says is uh, WWE was his developmental. He doesn't mean that in a bad way, but he said he would only come back if he was able to keep all of the side projects that he does now, uh, podcast, the uh the whatnot apps, the meet and greets that they do, their live shows, the wrestling shows they run. So I don't know would Triple H sign a guy to an agreement like that because then he's going to have to sign like say EC3 comes back, he can still run control your narrative. You know, is that is that is even really that a thing though? They they look at going forward because Cardona said in numerous interviews. Uh, his first year out of WWE, he made more money than he ever did in WWE. Right. Yeah. I could see Triple H doing well, that for. But what would be the plus in him coming back for him? For Cardona. Yes. Is he going to be pushed? That would be the only thing I could see as a plus for him. I don't see yeah. him coming back just if he's to not be, be pushed. If he's just gonna be another guy, then what's you know what does it have to? You know, all for him. And Brian Myers is, he's pretty animate about it. He don't even think he, he would entertain the offer, but he's pretty set where he is. Yeah, because Matt, you know, he's got Matt makes more money now than he did in WWE. So him coming back well, to WWE, he's in a top position. And, you know, that travel, if they go back to doing what well, they're doing, house shows, if they go back to doing a full fledged house show schedule, you're on the road, you know, four or five days a week. Right. To where here they're, you know, they're doing NWA, they're doing uh, Impact, uh, they're doing indie shots, they're doing their own thing and making more money than they did. So, I, I don't, me personally, I don't see an upside unless you're going to be pushed to be world champion, and you can't bring everybody back that's done better for themselves and guarantee them a world title push. 
Yeah, because right. you got so many people that is already at that position. <coughs> and right now, with Roman at the top spot until he drops those titles, you're, he's. And I mean, even if you split the two brands up, you can't get. I'm pretty sure Cody's got a guaranteed world titles push coming up. Yeah. Yeah. You know, say Cardona signs a three year deal, he gets a world title push the last six months. Is that worth it? No. It would all depend on the other bullshit he went through the other two and a half years. Exactly. That's that's my thing on it was you know, a lot of these guys that are coming back weren't offered anything anywhere else. You know, they weren't offered impact uh, for whatever reason. AEW didn't offer for whatever reason. So Right. Kind of wait and see how that plays out. But uh Josh, you got any news? Yeah, I got a couple. I got, well I got a few things here. Uh John Cena will be on AEW tonight. What? John Cena will be on WWE tonight. The dad? Yes. <laughs> John Cena Sr. will be on AEW tonight. Okay. Uh, good news for everyone. Uh, 24-7 has officially been retired. Thank God. Yeah. Uh, a lot of people saying Nikki threw it in the trash. If you watch, she actually she missed, missed the trash. She missed. Which is apropos for that belt. Yeah, you, that belt was so fucked up, you couldn't even get it thrown away properly. But it fit because yeah. it just fit. Uh, Impact has come to terms on the release of Lady Frost. I love her. I've seen some of her work. She is she good. So good. Uh, Tony Khan says tonight's episode of AEW Dynamite will be newsworthy. Yeah, he was talking about that on Busted Open. Okay. Is Lady Frost going to be doing anything besides indies now? Don't know. Because when uh, she went to WWE for her tryout, everybody's like, oh, you were good, but you're too old. But that was before. I, I could see Billy having a thing with her. Speaking, yeah. of, speaking of Billy, I got some news. Yeah, we'll go to that one in a minute. I got some too. But the reason they're saying Tony's. Uh, Saying newsworthy is like for the elite to be back on television tonight. Yeah. Is that really newsworthy, though? To me, yes and no. Because you're expecting it to happen anyway. It's newsworthy because y'all did cover it last week, which I'm glad y'all did, but you can't have an independent investigation without investigating the one person that was in the room the whole fucking time. Exactly. Right. You can't put Cole Cabana on TV and lose. Get this now. Cornette did the breakdowns on his podcast today. When Colt Cabana came on TV, they went from over a million viewers down to 800,000. They lost over 130,000 viewers. Really? When Cabana and Jericho were in the ring. Fuck that. High rated segment, Jeff Jarrett. Oh, that was my favorite segment of the week. Ain't, Ain't he great? Yes, he is. Uh, WWE has copywritten Oost. And Oosie. <laughs> They've already got merch for feeling Oosie. Uh, Triple H sets to bring back a much love pay-per-view in its original format. The King of the Ring is coming back. For a one-night tournament. Fuck yes. Uh, E-L-E. Fuck yes. Well, if you don't remember, that was done in the 90s. It would have the, you know, I think you three matches if you made it to the finals. 
Oh, I'm pissed off at this commercial that was just on TV, Ben, yeah, and I'm sorry. Yeah. What was it? All I know is I look up, and they're showing people working on a sheets. So I'm thinking they're getting the sheets ready and building the sheets down here. No, uh, nah, it was just the company that helps to do their gas pumps. Well, yeah, and you got to remember, you're on direct TV, so you don't get anything local, really. Yeah, that's true. But I was just, man, I saw shoot. <laughs> I was just like, oh, hell yeah. We yeah. do love some sheets. Oh, and by the way, while we're on it, fuck the Phillies. Congratulations to the Houston Astros. Yes. I bet Chip is 20, happy as hell. 2022 World Series champions. Yeah. Anybody but that. Anybody but the Phillies. And Yankees. And Yankees And Marlins. And the Nationals. And yeah, back to the king the of the Nationals. thing. Um, so... It's going to be a one-night tournament, so they would do the qualifying matches on TV, and then the whole pay-per-view is going to be a tournament, or is it just going to be a couple matches? You didn't even used to do qualifying matches. You just took guys you were pushing, and, you know, so-and-so's in the King of the Ring tournament. The qualifying stuff didn't start till maybe Attitude Era, maybe after. Yeah, uh, I don't remember when the qualifying started. I think you're right, but... No, I always loved the King of the Ring because you would see how they would well, do the draws. Think about it. Think about the, you know, he wrestled Bigelow in a match. He wrestled Common in a match. He wrestled, uh, was it Razor? I think so. Because he had three different opponents. That's the night when uh, Brett Protein farted Bigelow's mouth. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, yeah, I that's love the that. night. So I'm, I'm excited about getting that back. Plus, that gets, oh, you know, that gets rid of, you know, Hell in a Cell's gone as a pay-per-view concept. Love that. That's Elimination good, yeah. Chamber needs to be gone as a concept. Uh, Money in the Bank needs to be gone as a concept pay-per-view. Yeah, Money in the Bank needs to be back at WrestleMania. I think it's going to. They'll probably split it up, do the men's one night, the women's the other night. It's good. That way you take away the shitty-ass Battle Royal, the Andre or the yes. whatever they're calling the women. You no, take you, it away. You just come off the Rumble, which is essentially a Battle Royal. Exactly. Why another one? This is another way to get you know more guys, more girls on the show. But that puts you, like we were talking about at Extreme Rules, get rid of that one too. That puts you in a booking position where you have to paint yourself into a corner and try to find a logistics way to get out of it to make it make sense. Right. Um, AEW Dynamite is drawing huge ratings in the UK. Oh, of course it is, man. They want they want AEW over there so freaking bad. So much like TNA, they seem to have a strong following in. England, so let's see with Jared on board now, how long it is before they take the show over there. Because if you remember once TNA started getting the buzz with uh, the UK fans, they would take the show over there two, three times a year. Yeah, they would do a lot over there. Uh Uh-huh. Like multiple weeks. Do you guys know what happened 25 years ago today? Uh, 25 years ago today, the 9th of October, nah, I do not. The Montreal Screwjob. Oh, so. It's November, honey. That's what I said. You said October. They fooked him. 
and poked him. I wasn't even there. <laughs> Do you see the uh, Peacock has announced a upcoming wrestling documentary? I have not. Non WWE related. Who is it? Teddy Hart. Oh wow. Uh, yeah, it is called Dangerous Breed Crime Cons and Cats. Okay. Oh, I will be into that. Uh, I agree wholeheartedly with this statement. Road Dog said he was a better sports entertainer than Bret Hart. Okay, I've heard somebody, I've heard this was said, and there's a lot of people shitting all over it, but I agree he is a better sports entertainer, not a better wrestler. There's a total difference. Well, they took his words out of context. Agreed. Well, out of context or not, don't you think it's the truth? Yeah. Brett's uh, It's not that out of context. Do what? It's people that doesn't know there's a difference in a sports entertainer or a professional wrestler. Right. I wouldn't say it's taken out of context. Bret Hart in the ring is phenomenal. Agreed. He's still not as good as Shawn Michaels. Fuck you, Andy. Well, he's not even the best Hart brother. No, Owen was. No. Oh, good girl. Oh, wrong heart family. Tell me about it. My favorite heart was Bob New. I love Bob Newhart. <laughs> but Road Dog was a far better sports yeah. entertainer than he was a wrestler. Agreed. Yeah, he could talk now, about that. All his night. brothers were better wrestlers than they were sports entertainers. Brad. <laughs> Yes. Has Brad learned to have Brian's charisma? World champion. If Brian can work like Brad, world champion. Agreed. <coughs> uh, congratulations to Pat McAfee. Yes. Uh, he's apparently hitting everything, including his wife's vagina. Hey. Their first child. Hell yeah. Yeah, they've been having. A, they post about it. Uh, they've been went through a lot of trouble trying to have a baby, and went through a lot of IVF treatments, and then there's two different occasions where. She almost Pat died because of it. Pat McAfee is a national fucking treasure. Yes, protect Agreed. that I man love Pat at McAfee. all costs. Yes. We can cherish him like we did Leslie before they took Leslie from us. Hmm. WWE is right now holding tryouts in Legos, Nigeria. Looking for the next African superstar. Looking for the next Omos. Uh, they actually have... Uh, Apollo Crews out there. Oh, okay. That's a good one to have. Apollo, I think Apollo is good. Oh, yeah. Uh, Court Bauer says that during the invasion angle, 70 McMahon knew absolutely nothing about ECW <laughs> except Paul Heyman owned it. Oh, wow. <laughs> uh, here's one that I disagree with. Wheeler Yuta thinks he's getting better on the microphone. Yeah. And he can think that all he wants. <laughs> Agreed. Um, interested to see this. The Young Bucks have filed for a trademark uh, for the Wayward Sons. Yes, if they come out to Kansas, that would be freaking... If they come out to Kansas, I would be the biggest Young Bucks fan ever. I agreed. I love that Well, song. they talked about wanting to come out to that in, on BTE one episode. Uh, I would love that. And the good thing is, if they do come back, it is what it is, but maybe at least they get BTE back. Yes, I do miss my BTE. <laughs> and for those of you that's not watched it, no, it's not all about the Young Bucks. Honestly. There's episodes where they're never on it. 
Well, the episodes range from anywhere from 10 to 10 minutes to sometimes 30 to 45 minutes, depending on the subject matter. <coughs> yeah. Uh, if they're only about the first five minutes, then it's them getting to the airport or whatever town AEW's filming in that week and them looking for shoes. After that, it's, it's bits with other you know, other talent, uh, mainly Johnny Silver steals the show. Dark Horror, yeah. And the BT uh, Championship, I love those bits. Oh, yeah. MJF has landed a role in the Von Eric movie Iron Claw. He will be the cousin that nobody liked, Lance Von Eric. It will be a small part because Lance was not even in the territory a year. So uh, he is going to be Lance. I, I, I could have sworn they would. You would have think putting him as Gino Hernandez would have been perfect. Nah, I think he looks more like Lance. He's not pretty enough to be Gino. Dude, Gino was that handsome half breed. That picture of fucking uh, fucking Zach Zac Efron. Efron. No, it wasn't it Troy Bolton? Oh yeah, Zach Efron. <laughs> Goddamn. He looks like Kevin. Yeah, he does, and he's fucking jacked. I still say these producers missed the mark when they didn't hire Brent Banner as Carrie. Agreed. Cover the tattoos. He can do his own in-ring work. I mean, there you got Cut it. his leg off, you got it. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but that's why uh, two weeks ago on Dynamite, he got beat down. Uh, they brought him Jay off until after the pay-per-view. We're supposed to have a promo tonight. No. Yeah, but it could be via satellite. Via. <clears throat> but it's like we said before. And, and if they're smart, they play up this movie. Oh, yeah. MJF is like, you know, I'm I'm filming the Iron Claw movie or whatever. Because uh, I really think it's going to be box office. I mean, you've got A-list Hollywood celebrities in this movie, too. Yeah. So I'm excited. And honestly, if it does good... I look for more wrestling biopics to come out. I mean, you get biopics of everybody else. They don't. They've never made one of a real wrestler. So, <clears throat> the Von Erich is the perfect family to start with. But look at all the other ones you could do. I mean, just look at Dark Side of the Ring. All the stuff they've done. You could do one on Benoit. You could do one on Eddie. You could do one on Pillman. Do one on Owen. I like the. Uh, I like that they've done it on the Von Erichs. <clears throat> but do you think that? They should have done someone more mainstream for the first big one. I mean, you I don't think do someone more mainstream for the first one. Because if you did, say you did Benoit first, then that's the mark. How do you top murder suicide and plus Kevin Sullivan killing him? I was about to say it was a triple homicide. There was, and it was yeah, the way people do, feel about it. Do they? You, it don't, what, you tell the story, and I mean, honestly, if you're not a Von Eric fan, you don't even really know about the one brother that never even made it. You don't know about Jackie dying of electrocution in 1959 in Niagara Falls, right? You don't really know about uh, Chris committing himself because by that time he wasn't in the business. You don't know about Mike. The reason he killed himself is because he was fighting with toxic shock syndrome. Gary killed himself to save the family embarrassment of him going to prison on drug charges. <clears throat> Damn. Plus, look at all the cast of extras you get. You know, the free birds, you know, 
my boy Terry's gonna be in this movie some some shape, form, or fashion. I could have booked Ethan Cage for that role. <laughs> I would gladly represent both of those gentlemen. Right. Uh, let's see here. Um, <clears throat> uh, uh, Josh, I'll cover this, and then you can throw yours in too. Nick Aldis is a piece of fucking shit. Yes. Uh, apparently, when they did this a few months ago, they were working. This is a hundred percent shoot. He doesn't like the direction of the company because he's not featured at top. Well, that's part of. And he said he didn't like Gaz the Gimp or social distance wrestling, but they haven't. I don't know where that last part's coming from. Did they run social distance wrestling? I I don't know because I didn't get into NWA until we went. Well, the only thing I could think of is now they do, you know, like I've told you guys, like they'll do like the fixers present NWA power. Yeah. Or NWA USA and like the Cardone has had one. And that's pretty much an empty arena um, where they just put the boys and the girls out there. But it's entertaining the shit out of me, so I don't see any problem with it. Right. But I don't like Gags the Gimp. He's not for me. He is but, for Wilbur. I was about to say, but our co-host and our other partner in crime, Will, absolutely loves Gags again. He's trying to see what that tongue do. Hey. It might not be a big market or a big demographic, but there is a demographic for that character. Uh-huh. Well, another thing that uh, I heard about him having a problem with was them not doing a second Empower show because... According to, uh, I didn't hear this, but supposedly they said that... All the guns, gears, Shawn Michaels, throwback, heel turn. Nice. Nice. But no, it said that... It said that Billy made the comment that there weren't enough women that could wrestle the NWA style to put on another... Empower. Empower pay-per-view. If you remember, I told you guys that... But he took he was talking about uh, uh, 74 that last year was a two-night event, but one of them was an all-women show. And what he said was that Tony Khan has signed up almost all the available women that can work a TV-ready style, is what he said. So, I agree with that. But, but of course, Nick took it well, as a disrespect to Mickey. I was about to say, Nick and Mickey took it as that was a shot at them. But he also said that he lost money promoting that show. Right. And that he has no problem with Mickey James. So, to me, that's petty. Again, I'm not on top, and I'm not getting my way, so I want out. And then he trashed him. He went on Instagram and posted a video. Instead of posting it but to where... But he only posted it to his subscribers. It wasn't like he posted it where you and I could see it. Uh, no, that's what happened. He was supposed he's, to. He tried to post it to just his subscribers, but accidentally posted it to everybody. And then so he got that's why he deleted it. Then he got deleted real quick. Okay. Bitch move. Bitch move number three. So Billy goes on Busted Open. And if you've not read the transcript, I suggest you read it. Okay. Because he was political. He was everything a owner and promoter is supposed to be. Good. He all the things out there that as long as uh, Nick's been there, Nick has been the highest paid guy there. Nobody, no matter who comes in, he's been the highest paid. He's been critical of the product. 
He said, now I'm seeing what I heard five years ago when I heard he was a locker room cancer. Nope. <laughs> so, where does he, what happens from here? Does anybody would want him? Is anybody going to want it? He's not going to resign him. I could see him going to WWE. I see Triple H. I see Triple H loving Nick Aldis. Yeah. The upside. And, you know, they, somebody's got a soft spot for Mickey as well, so I wouldn't be surprised if she didn't come back. Right. Um, you know, if not, I don't, I don't, maybe AEW, I don't know. Uh, they offered him a contract a while back after All In, I think, but he still wanted to stay and help put put, put his flag to the NWA banner, help it up. Uh, I can see maybe AEW. Uh, I don't know that Impact could pay what he was honestly what he was making at NWA or what he could make at AEW. Or uh, I I really think WWE's being going for him. I think he thinks. If he can make it there, then he is solidify himself as a star. And don't get me wrong, in between the ropes, all this is good. But I think all this comes out to show what a what the character of the man really is. Right. And that means more to me than what's in ring. Yeah. So you show me that that's your character because if you think about it, the three things you know he's bitched about three things, and those three things are. Dax's boots are badass, y'all. What is it? Dax's new boots. I didn't pay attention to them when he came out. They're like gray and black wingtips. And nice. it looks like they got marks on the back. Nice. Excuse <laughs> me. But I just, I think I lost. Damn, BJ Whitmer's fucking huge. <laughs> oh. Oh, I but do I, like the boots. I think that loses any kind of respect I had for him outside of the ring. For one, you guys know how I feel about publicly doing the shit. Anyway. Oh, hell. Daddy ass whooping some ass. Sorry, we're behind you. We just saw Billy run out. We hadn't seen Whitmer yet. Oh, you'll see him in a minute. That's when I noticed his boots, this deer and ass whooping. If you look, you'll see him in the corner. Oh. Nice, aren't they? They are. And those are Cash's new boots, not Dax's new boots. Do what? You see what I meant by the Shawn Michaels heel turn gear? Oh, yeah. God damn, women does look good. That's straight through the barbershop window gear. (laughs) Uh, Uh, You got anything to add on the NWA stuff, Josh? No, that was mainly the way he covered that I was going to ask. Well, I was actually... Oh, I do have one not NWA. Go ahead. I was actually going to talk about... Uh, I was going to make it an NWA-heavy conversation with the Cardona stuff and the Aldis stuff. Uh, well, leave that. Uh, we've got a lot to go over. We've got a pay-per-view to put over later. Yes, and we're going Thanks, to. Uh, going through, do you think... Uh, so, do we think Cardona is going to leave, yes or no? No. Not right now, at least. My gut says no. Okay. Not right. right now. There's too much stuff going on right now. He, he's not going. He's going to be lost if he goes back to WWE right now. All this is definitely no. gone. Do you, you see? Wanna, you want to hold this over and use it as our conversation topic for tonight? We could. All right. Yeah, we can talk more about it in the 
conversation. Yeah, we can talk, we can talk that and uh, put over the pay-per-view. Yeah, we can do that. Let me just go over a All couple. Right. Well, let me pull up some results. Okay, well, Josh has a little bit more news. I just have, two, over I have a couple more things on news. Sasha Banks has been trolling like crazy. She was talking about posting that she was in Boston tonight. Of course, that's where AEW's at. I, she's trolling like crazy. She ain't going to AEW. But she posted a video on her Instagram a few days ago talking about that she's been waiting for this moment for six months and it's going to be fucking crazy and she hopes everybody joins her on this journey. Everybody knows she's everybody's expecting her to come back to WWE, so what could she be meaning when she says something like that? What do you think, man? Hollywood. <laughs> more Hollywood? Yeah, more Hollywood. The thing on the back of Dax is boots or buckles. Nice. Yeah, I say more acting since she's doing the Mandalorian and all that. Yeah. <laughs> and, you know, she's at the Wakanda Forever premiere, so maybe she got in touch with somebody there. Maybe she's going to be in a Marvel uh, Maybe. Never know. But a good plug there. That uh, actually hits theaters tomorrow. Yeah, looking forward to it. Yeah. yeah That's good. I have to go see that one. They yeah. were talking today on the radio. There's already... Uh, it's going to have a huge weekend. Already, there's over $45 million in pre-sales. Damn. Yeah. Uh, I'll we'll, have to go, well, I'll have to get together and go like we did for the Black Panther. Right. I wonder if they did anything in the movie... As a way to tribute. For the whole opening scene. The whole, the yeah. Yeah, nice. So what do you think? You uh, think she's coming back? You think Sasha comes back to WWE so when? I honestly don't know in this situation. Uh, from okay. what I'm hearing and what I'm reading is the answer is no, but Naomi is a yes. So does Triple H just let her out of her contract or is it, how, how, how do we work out? I wonder how that gets worked out. Standard well, release? Well, thing on Triple H. <laughs> That's his girl, though. Different thing. Uh, Lee just broke his neck. If you're wanting to be different than the previous regime, contract. Say that again. If you're wanting to be different than the previous regime, maybe you don't hold people hostage that don't want to be there. Right. So let her out of her contract with no... Here's my thing. You're a multi-million dollar company, or a billion dollar company, right? Yep. But you have shareholders to answer to. If you're still paying these people, and you're going to have to pay them, even if you froze the contract, you're going to have to pay that downside that you've not been paying, right? Eventually, yes, you have to. So why take that hit when you could just let them go? And save that money. And bring in somebody that wants to be there. You know, bring it, let Sasha go, sign your neck audits. You're not out anymore at that point. Right. You know, let Naomi go, sign your W. Morrissey. You're not out anymore at that point. I'm just throwing names because Morrissey just was on TV. Right, right. Yeah, and then don't worry. There ain't no point in having a non-compete clause. Let them go to wherever they want to do because there's no point in that. Well, honestly, a non-compete clause is not worth the papers right now. If anybody wants to challenge the legitimity of a contract, they're going to tell you, uh, they're, are they employees? No, they're independent contractors. Then they can wrestle. He could wrestle on Raw Monday night, on NXT Tuesday, on Dynamite Wednesday, on fucking MLW on Thursday, Southern Honor on Friday, and RCW on Saturday. Technically, if you're a... Uh, 
and pay a contract. Right. But if you're an employee, they're supposed to be offered benefits. So if anybody was to unionize, then wrestling would, would change as a whole. And I think it would be better if it did because you wouldn't have these stupid no-competes. You wouldn't have these people sitting out of their contracts. Uh, I don't get to keeping 40 people in catering their own contract either. Right. I mean, you, you know, got to think. Million dollar company, you've got losses that you can claim at the end of the year, and that's what most of those are, but why keep them on contract? How so long was Ali standing there? Of his way with that, you know what I mean? Like, you know, he didn't re-sign Janela. He didn't re-sign uh, a lot of the, the first-year signees. Right, he didn't re-sign a lot of them, but he kept them under contract, not because he was trying to hold them hostage, but because, because he found them, and he... A lot of them, I think he looked at, this is the only contract they'll ever get. Well, not only that, but pandemic hit, and he wasn't going to fire anybody during the pandemic. He paid out contracts right. no matter what. <laughs> yep. And he still got them to work. So, oh. so I, I mean, just, honestly, I that's a... Contract status of, you know, if you don't want to be here, I don't want you here. Right. Uh, like RW, if it gets to the point to where there's a talent that just... You know, and, and honestly, there has been. Yep. And I, that's not for discussion on air, but uh, I, Tyler, had told you guys I can tell y'all off air. Okay. Uh, when we took a break, just remind me. But dude just said he didn't want to be there anymore, so we let him go. I mean, that's the way it should be. You don't right. want to be here, I don't want you here. I want guys that are working toward the goal that Josh, Tyler, and I have set. And I think if every profession, not just wrestling, if every profession was the same way, uh, like Jason, everybody knows we're huge baseball fans. Dansby Swanson's got a self-inflated uh, worth of himself right now. Braves offering four years and a hundred million. He wants six years. Well, Dansby's thirty. I don't want him in six years. Not for that much money. No. Not for a guaranteed twenty-five. His option, not a club option. No. We can sign Arcia for half of that. We've got Grissom on a fucking low A-ball contract right now. Right. We bring him up to a major league, we only got to pay him the minimum 700000 a year. Dansby's defense is good, but his offense is streaky as hell. Yeah, it is. <laughs> I mean, you know, it's not like Freddie. Freddie's a once-in-a-generation player. I get that. I'm happy we got Olsen. But, you know... If you want it, like Chipper said with Freddie, if you want to be a Brave, you'll be a Brave. If you want to be an AEW, you'll be an AEW. If you want to be in WWE, you'll be in WWE. But if you don't want to be there, let them go. It's bad morale. Yeah. Uh, one bad apple can't spoil the bullshit. And they've right. already talked about the morale in WWE is the best it's been in over 10 years. So you want to keep that mentality uh-huh. and you keep that morale up. By- yeah, and you want to keep it, just keep getting better with it. Yeah. Do things that the other regime wouldn't have done. And prove to them that it really is changing. The culture is different now. Yeah. Words go only so far. Show it, but I don't know. Um, and then, but got- honestly, as a fan, I don't miss Sasha. I mean, she's a good wrestler, but yeah, there's plenty yeah, of other- at times. There's plenty of other wrestlers. The only things I can tell you from Sasha that have stuck out in my mind was her and Bailey in NXT. Yeah. Yep. 
Other than that, she's not done a whole lot for me. I tell you one thing I don't miss about Sasha. It's boss time. That's it. Well, now that Vince ain't in his ear, he might not say it as much. You got to say it's boss time, Michael. I will say that's one thing that has changed tremendously well is the commentary. Absolutely. Agreed, because you don't have somebody in your ear saying, you got to say this now. And he's totally made a comment about that. Rollins. I thought it was great when he made that comment. He, somebody said something to, uh, I think it was right before Mac Fee left. He's like, man, I like you when you didn't talk as much. Well, I ain't got nobody in my ear no more. He said something along those lines. He's like, yeah. A lot of things changing. I like that. All right, one last bit of news. Since we're going to cover NWA as our heavy discussion with the pet review coming up, um, we was going to make this our discussion, but that's no big deal. So <clears throat> I've been seeing a lot of stuff. I agree with this. I've said it in the group chat multiple times. I want to get y'all's full take on it. Should Sami Zayn be the one to beat Roman Reigns and take the undisputed title? They've not built him up enough yet. You don't think so? Nope. You think he can be built up enough? Because my mentality was the storyline. Here's the thing, though. How many more years of Saudi shows do they have? Because Sammy can't go over there. Sammy can't go, yeah. Does that really affect anything, though? I mean, yeah, I mean you're going to want your world title on that show. Yeah, if he's your world champion, he would have to be able to be on the show. I mean, that's not necessarily that's not his fault. It's not like he doesn't want. I mean, he might not want to go, but it, if he goes to Hickey, he'll get killed. No, he can't go. Yeah, he can't. They will not let him in the country. So do you sacrifice a big momentum to put a world title on a, a guy just because he can't go to two shows a year? I do think it's years though. Uh they signed a ten year contract. It's only been three or four. So they got about so, six. Yeah, that's seven more years. At oh, least Austin six. Just did, Austin just did road dog. Nice. And if you put him on the title, I don't see him being a long champion like Roman. You know, they're I next. don't see Honestly, gut opinion, I don't see Sammy ever being world champion in WWE. My mentality. Do I like that? No, because Sammy is phenomenal. Yep. Um, I think their best bet was, if they were going to do that, would have been when Sammy came in fresh off of NXT. Yeah, but and I that momentum that, from the big match with Cena. Fucking I shoulder. see Sammy and... I see Sammy and maybe Kevin getting a tag team title run out of this. Maybe, but also that could go to the Paul brothers. You never know. My story, my mentality was if I was booking it, I would have Sammy as him infiltrating the bloodline. He is biding his time. His goal the whole time was to get in with them, gain their trust, learn their strength, learn their weaknesses, and then when the moment was right, he would strike. And take down Roman, or you could still have him get his ass beat by the bloodline, still turning baby. So it could be one of those two things. Would be my mentality. I see what you mean by he he's not been built up enough yet. What if he? That's nice. What where you at? I guess Bowen's finish. Oh yeah. Should he build up? Maybe. Are they going to put the time into it, though? No. It's the same thing with, like, a Kofi. He's over. The fans are resonating with him. You can put the title on him, but it's all about what you do after he wins, if he wins. For right. people like Sammy and Kofi, the chase is more important than the run. The chase, oh, he wins it. Awesome. Okay, now how do we how do we build from here? Can we build from here? Right. 
kind of got the same concept that you had with the Usos, too, where they're fighting from inside the bloodline. Yes. Who helps him besides Kevin? Yeah, so if you have it as he's doing fighting, he's destroying it from within, you could have Kevin. You've got to build those layers. Yeah. What if Sammy took the bloodline from Roman? What if they turned on Roman? Oh. <laughs> Interesting. The bloodline is what makes Roman right now. If you strip all that away, does Roman, does he still... If you strip it all away, then you got Roman that nobody enjoyed and nobody wants to see. But if he doesn't, if he still does, oh, I'm the head of the table, I'm the tribal chief without the bloodline, could it still work for a little bit longer? How would it work? Because he has nobody to acknowledge him. That's true. Is this his promo? I don't know. Yeah, I guess so. I told you probably be via satellite. What you talking about? I don't know. He's probably got it on mute like we do. I, I do. I'll go, I'll go back and watch it later. Uh, well, alrighty. They built Sammy up, yes. Do I think they will invest the time? to build Sammy up when they've got Cody coming back. They've got Logan Paul killing it. Cody's coming back in a few months. No, I don't think they do that. I think maybe that's maybe that's uh, Mania Night 1 or Night 2 that Sammy gets a shot for the uh, you know, Sammy and then win the tag titles. Yeah. You know, and all this, you know, still the rumor of The Rock all that's going to play into consideration on how long Roman actually keeps the belts. And that's where that's where the issue comes in. Roman and Rock are bigger than the titles. They don't need the belts. The, the title will not be involved if it's them two. Well, that's what I was about to say. How Would it make sense for him to lose the title on night one and face the Rock on night two? I wouldn't do that. I wouldn't hot shot the card like that. So then you'd have to lose it before then. Rumble, Chamber, Chamber's in Montreal. That's where I talked about kill, kill the chamber. Fuck that. I hate the elimination chamber. You need to get rid of that as a, car, a pay-per-view, too. I'm hoping that's the next one to go. Because the boys don't even like that match. No. And especially with the recreated chamber that they're doing? No. That they've been doing the last few years? The same you could pull a Shawn Michaels and win the chamber, maybe. I can see that. Yep. But that gives you a month build to him and who for the world title. KO, maybe. Oh, yeah. I don't know. There's, there's so many ways they could go with it. Well, and there, I saw, I don't know, I take it with a grain of salt. I saw an article that said that they have an idea of how they want to beat Roman, but they didn't go into, it wasn't in any more specific than that. I could see Sammy maybe win it at the chamber if they do decide to do that. And then you're saying who could he who could they build it with that quick? It's written it's being written right now. Jay. Jay Uso. That's not a WrestleMania main event for the world title though. Yeah. I mean I could see I could see it. But That's worse than Daniel Bryan versus Sheamus. <laughs> That'd be longer than eighteen seconds though. I mean, I'm just—I get what you're saying—that it's there, but it's not there for the world title. It's there for an intercontinental title. It's there for U.S. title. 
it's there. Sammy's supposed to help him win, and he can. Or Jay's supposed to help him win, and he can at the Rumble or at uh, yeah, the Rumble or Elimination Chamber. And I mean, you could do the whole thing where Sammy wins the Rumble. And he says, "Oh, I'm not going to cash this in. I'm going I'm to run it out." I mean, you can play it out so many different ways. That's that's the good thing about having some of your top guys out of the picture right now. Yeah. Right. So this could be told a bunch, like you said, a bunch of different ways. Is so. Let me ask you this: There's so many ways that ending Roman's hellacious title ring and not being pinned in so long. I don't think Roman drops the title until he breaks Punk's ring. Punk's ring's been broke, though. Are you sure? But the Well, I mean, WWE title, he won at Mania. But, you know, no, no WWE in rewriting history, they could count it. I mean, hey, I think I think there's been plenty. Of, I think there's been people that, no, there hasn't. This was WWE title. I don't know. Yeah. So, back to what I was saying. There's multiple different ways they can do this. Do you think there's more ways they can fuck it up? Or do you think there's multiple ways they can do good with it? And only a few well, ways. It's WWE. It can go either way. Do you think it would be hard for them to fuck this up? Or do you think it would be easy for them to fuck this up? Oh, it would be easy for them to fuck it up. They fuck things up easy. But as easy it is for them to fuck it up, it's just as easy to make it great. All right, let me put your Booker hat on. If this was you, how would you do it? Okay, well, it, I wouldn't come back with Cody winning the Rumble. Predictable, so I can see that. I would come back with Cody coming in second. Okay. If we're going, if we're going to Sammy route, I'd have Sammy win. I would have Sammy, and I would split the titles. I think that needs to happen anyway. Yeah. Yeah, I would split the titles before all this happens. Um, and then, you know, Roman gets to pick which title he forfeits. And so he automatically, almost like the Batista Triple H thing. Okay. He knows that he's going for this title. That title's going to be won at the next pay-per-view. He said it's held in chamber. Montreal. Okay, so... Cody almost wins there, but he doesn't. I see you got to put somebody over. So... Who would I put over? Finn? No, I'd put Cody over there. I wouldn't want a transitional champion. So you've got Cody coming in as one champion. And you've got Roman coming in as another champion. Everybody thinks it's going to be uh, an elimination chamber. Jey Uso ends up fucking Roman. That doesn't get you Roman. I'd have to think about it. That yeah. would get, there's so many different ways you can go if you split the titles up. Right. Yeah, I'll have to. I'll think about it. Uh I have an answer for you Saturday when we're watching uh, Hot Times, baby. Sounds yeah, like we're watching Hard Times and having Friendsgiving. You know, hopefully Whitney's there with the food and enough time for us to watch wrestling and eat. <laughs> Deal. Whoever decided to let her bring the main fucking dish, that bitch could have brought cranberry sauce or something. 
I have a lot of cranberry sauce. Well, I'm bringing my own, so we'll definitely have some, but... Uh, I thought Whitney. I was the only one. We should have told Whitney we're eating Friday at 2.30. She might be there by 8 o'clock Saturday. <laughs> Jennifer said she's bringing a ham. I was like, shit, I guess I need to get a ham. <laughs> That's funny as shit. Ooh, it's funny because it's true. Stokely. Oh. Uh, you only hear some results. Yeah, we'll throw some results in. <coughs> it will be SmackDown, the go-home show for Crown Jewel. Well, before you do that, let's go ahead and tell everybody, Crown Jewel, uh, Josh and Will went one-on-one for the boob cup, yeah. and they wound up tying. Well, they think they tied. No, they tied because I had I've seen Josh's results, and I saw Will's results, and they did tie. <laughs> And I never sent mine in, so Jason and I didn't finish the competition for number one contender, which we probably would have. T- we probably would have timed anyway. Well, hang on a second. I'll pull up the message I sent Will, and I'll tell you what I picked. <coughs> and you tell me how close we would have been. Before <coughs> you tell me, and we'll see how close we were. All right. What's your picks? Uh, you got to tell me the match. Uh, Roman and Paul. I would have went with Roman. Bianca Bailey. I would have went with Bailey. Uh, the tag titles, Usos against Usos. the Brutes. Brutes. Uh, women's tag, Asuka, Alexa, EO, and Dakota. Damage. Uh, Lesnar and uh, Lashley. Went with Lesnar. Uh, Cross and Drew. Drew. Uh, Strowman, Omos. OC Judgment Day. Judgment Day. You would have whooped my ass. Really? Yeah. Oh, damn. I said Roman, Bianca, the Usos, Asuka, and Alexa, Lesnar, Cross, Strowman, and the OC. Oh, damn. So, well, since we did none of this, what we've decided to do is full year is on the 19th, which we will not be watching nope. on the 19th. Nope, we nope. will not. We'll be having a lot. We'll be having more fun. Way more important show that yes. we will discuss in detail later. Yes. So yeah, definitely a more emotional the, show. The, the what? I said definitely a more emotional show. Oh, yeah. Oh, we yeah. will get together the following Sunday, the 20th, and watch it. We're not staying away from spoilers. Oh, yeah. shit. Ain't no way to stay away from spoilers. We'll see them. These spoilers, we just have to have... Uh, we're going to do a fatal four-way with all four of us in it. Uh, last time we did an AEW pay-per-view, I put Will out in the... Uh, pre-show. Pre-show. Yeah, the pre-show is <laughs> over. We'll see how long Will lasts uh, in this one. But we'll go from uh, fatal four-way, uh, winner takes all in this one. And then we only have one more pay-per-view in the calendar year, which will be the uh, Deadline Takeover Special. Uh, There's also Survivor Series War Games. I forgot about that. That's this month, too. Yes. And then if you want to count it, it's not a pay-per-view, but it's uh, NXT. NXT. AEW Special uh, Winter is Coming. Uh, That's a director TV. Yeah. Yeah. I do like that one, though. It's Sting! Yeah, they may have a 
haven't had a battle of the belts this year. I don't know, but we. I think it said the battle of the belts is January sixth. Yeah. Okay, we want to do that. So uh, we've got two more pay per views this year under the way we're doing it now. Then in January we're going to do quarter champions. Remember? Yeah, we're going to try something different. Uh, we hadn't really talked about it yet, so. Basically, we're all going to pick each pay-per-view, and we're going to award point totals to our predictions. Where we have a bank of so many points to start out, and we're going to be able to risk those points on the matches. So if our limit is 10, and you're confident that Roman is going to beat Logan Paul, you can put all 10 points on there. Right, but you can't put any points on the others because you only have so many you can use. And with each event, that bank is going to get bigger with how many ever you get or don't get. Yeah, so say Josh and I are killing it, and I've got 400 points, and Josh has got 310, and Will's sucking, and he's only earned 100 points. Right, at that point, I... Do this in a quarter, and we'll do three months. That way we've got all four... AEW pay-per-views broke up. Right. We Yeah, we figured out how we were going to have to do it to make sure we had all of them with at least one in each. Yeah, we'll have January, February. Er, January, February, and March. That'll cover full year. Or not full year, that's next. Uh, was it resolution? Uh, I think so. Yeah, New Year's it's resolution. February. And then that'll take us March, April, May. May is all in, all out. And then we'll have June, July, and August. None? No, July, August, September. September is the all out. September is all out, yeah. And then we will finish it with October, November, December with full gear. Right. And keep in mind, we may throw impact in there every now and then. It's, you know, something for us to watch. We enjoy NWA too much to worry about picking predictions for that. We watch it to enjoy. Right. AEW, WWE, and some NXTs. And we'll see how that concept works. If we can follow it after the first three months, we'll keep it going. If not, we'll retort back to... Uh, basic dummy math. <laughs> but uh, we do all need to have our picks turned in, uh, I'd say by podcast week of 19. So By the uh, podcast next, next week. week. Well, we can't, though. They like to add matches on Dynamite or on uh, Rampage. Rampage. So we just have to have... We have to have our picks turned in to each other. Well, you know what that means. On the way from the special show on the 19th, we record a segment, so everybody has to ride in the same car. Right. Yeah. We will record a special segment with our picks. That way they're in. Uh, Jason can go ahead and throw that one up. We can still use it for the cold open. That way our picks are in. Before we do the podcast on or watch the pay per view on Sunday, the 20th. Sunday. Yeah. That way, you know, because they do like to wait to the last minute to add all their matches. So. Yeah. 
Ooh. We've got to get us through that one, but let's go to SmackDown from last Friday. Liv Morgan defeated Sonya Deville in an OGQ match. It went crazy again. This was taped the week prior as well. <coughs> defeated Ricochet in a singles match. Shayna Baszler defeated Natalia. And busted her ass. Yes, she did. Gunther defended uh, the Intercontinental title successfully against Rey Mysterio. I bet that was a banger. I didn't watch, but just the size difference alone was incredible to look at. All right. Imagine the uh, chop. Uh, do we need to go over Crown Jewel? We can. Well, I mean, we kind of did real yeah, quick. You just kind of went over, didn't you? Yeah, pretty much. We kind of blew through it real quick <coughs> when we were talking about what. The raw Monday night, I watched a pretty good bit of this. It wasn't bad. The crowd uh, sucked, though. I don't watch it with sound. Well, what's kind of crazy is... Well, I, kinda, I have an idea why they were sucky. Well, they were in Philadelphia, which is normally a good crowd, but the Phillies had just lost there. the World Series. So they were pissy. And it was Monday Night Football. They were in Wilkes-Barre, not yeah. Philly. Right. Yeah, Wilkes-Barre, Wilkes-Barre, Wilkes... I never got pronounced that. Bar, uh, one thing I did like that won't be on the... What I'm going to read you, though, was... Uh, the promo with Miz and Sammy Gargano. Okay. Where that, that the Miz hired Dexter Loomis to do all this stuff, to stalk him and everything. Yeah. To build his brand up. And then when he quit fainting, Dexter started stalking him for real. I think that's kind of funny. Yeah. It's funny, it's entertaining, but they could have done something better than that. Right. Yeah, agreed. <laughs> Three. We're going potty break, gentlemen. To the potty. <laughs> he was spanking him. Ortiz about to get his ass kicked by And the are about to go fucking crazy. He's about to get nuclear heat because he's about to win. The bloodline started raw off with a great promo. Oh, yeah. <sighs> You know, kind of went over everything that happened in, <coughs> in Saudi and went over the, uh, the uh, tanking title match this week against the New Day, plus the, the New Day streak is on the line. Yep. <coughs> wow, that was shocking. <laughs> Give him a little kiss. No, he was biting him. He wasn't kissing him. So, first match, we have the bloodline of Jay, Jimmy, and Solo. Defeat the team of Matt Riddle, Xavier Woods, and Kofi Kingston. Give me other arm training. Uh, <coughs> excuse me, got the cost. I do like how he's doing the, uh, you want to you play the bong? You want to hit the bong? Right. God damn. Uh, Excuse me, good. Next, we have Baron Corman with JBL and his MC Hammer fans defeating Cedric Alexander. Really thought we might get a a uh, 
Hurt Business reunion. That's what I was about to talk about. We are. There is not a coincidence why Cedric, Lashley, Shelton. Shelton were all on that <laughs> card tonight. For, and and then, they were all wearing red and gold. Yes. And then backstage, when he had that exclusive, Lashley was talking about why he caused it, set the title. He's like, it's my title, blah, blah, blah. And right now, I'm just here to, I'm here to hurt people. VSK's on TV, boys. Oh, shit. Otis with Chad Gable picks up a victory over Elias. Uh, I was disappointed in this match, but Austin Theory beat Shelton Benjamin. Yeah. Yeah. You know, first win Austin Theory's got, I think, since Triple H has been in charge. And you put him on Shelton Benjamin. Uh, I like the reasoning behind what happened in the main event and in that match. Uh, huh? It was uh, They were talking on uh, Wrestle Talk saying that The whole thing is like A course correction almost Because you know uh, Theory wasn't going to beat Roman Right So why even You know Why even let him have it to tease so him losing it like that, like he did later on. Right. It gets that off of him so he can go into any kind of angle he needs to. And it's going to start off in an angle with Lashley and Seth over the U.S. title. Because Lashley costing him, quote, costing him the win. I don't hate it. Them in the money to bank them out, it was for any title. But the implication was it was implied that it was for any of the three world titles they had at the time. Right. Uh, I just don't get it. I haven't opened it yet. Just don't get it. Uh, the Miz beat Johnny Gargano in a singles match. <laughs> Nick Cross beat Dana Brooks to win the 24 7 title. And he goes to throw it in the garbage, and this is... That's the funniest shit, too. I saw the clip a couple days later on uh, TikTok. Yeah, like, you very visibly see it miss and hear it hit the floor. Like, if you've ever held a championship, you know what they sound like when they hit the floor. Right. Especially a concrete floor. I think the best part of that whole segment, though, is if you look and you pay attention, is the look on Bailey's face when it misses. Yeah, she just kind of laughs. With what misses? Throwing the title in the trap, the 24-7 title. Yes. Beth comes out for his second open challenge of the night. The person was interrupted by promos. I forgot who they were. I did you see where, and I think she has every right to be, Dana Brooke was upset about that? Yes, I saw that. Uh, I saw it, but I didn't see why she was upset. <coughs> I, she's been taking shots at everybody once a week here. Bye. I mean, granted, yes, it was a joke title and all that stuff, but... Uh, she was upset saying that all of her hard work trying to build the title went for nothing and just got thrown in the trash. And let, don't think I have to think what she was doing. The only thing ever good about that title was our truth 
Yes. And Drake Maverick. Yeah, especially when he won it with a small package. <laughs> and all the stuff in the Corey, hotel room. Corey Drake lost it. <laughs> but Dana is not good. Dana has never been good since NXT. To me, you can be grateful she still got a job. Actually, boys, we've got one more pay-per-view this year. I forgot about it if we watch it. What's that? Uh, the ROH pay-per-view. Ah. Get before Sean or Kemp. Same day as uh, Deadline. Well. Okay, and then. What's next? What happened on the NXT last night there, Beanerman? And then he cruised it up. It's actually good. I watched it. Nice. Show started off. The results aren't up yet, but I know uh, the first match was uh, Joe Gacy and Schism. And the first match is Joe Gacy defeating Cameron Grimes. I knew it. I knew it, I knew it, I knew it. What'd you nude? I smelled the chicanery that was about to happen. I like chicanery. What happened? You got your TV on? Oh, Joe's going to hit him and turn on him. Joe's turning him. Yep. I smelled it. I smelled that when he was outside looking. I smelled it when I seen him backstage with his shooter shoes on with his clothes. (laughs) When he was doing the match, Joe was looking real intense on the ring side. I was like, oh, we're about to have a wardrobe feud. Let's unify the titles. Oh. I don't hate that. That's your main event for the Ring of Honor pay-per-view. Use that three-way right there. God damn, that's a big mini men slap of meat right there. Well, according to Josh, Jericho won't be there for the pay-per-view. Well, based off of his turn schedule, I didn't think he was going to be. Well, then again, last week, everything he did say was a lie. <laughs> Goddamn, Lar. Lars Anderson, so I'm going to call you. <laughs> uh, so, Ava Rain helps uh, Joe Casey pick up the victory over Cameron Grimes. Uh, dude, Joe Casey's good. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And he's in gear now, so he can move like he's trunks, knee pads. Like, oh, Joe went through the baby face curtain. He's still a good guy. <laughs> Next, we had Electra Lopez, who made her return two weeks ago, uh, defeated Soul Rocka. Who? Uh, new chick they got, Surfer Chick. No, oh, okay. Uh, next we had, uh, Mr. William Regal's son, Charlie Dempsey, defeated Andre Chase. Nice. When Duke Hudson threw the towel in as he is in the Regal stretch. Nice. The picture that I saw of him. He looks just like his daddy. Yeah, Yeah. he does. But something else came to mind. The picture I saw, he don't need to be Charlie Dempsey. He needs to be called Charlie fucking Wonka. That motherfucker looks like Gene Wilder. And this is why Josh does not have a booking position. I didn't mean legitly. Yeah. It's funny. You can't say fucking on TV, Josh. Yes. Next match, we had Shanning Stacks Lorenzo defeated security guard turned wrestler Hank Walker. 
Hank Walker. Hank Walker. Hank Walker. I've heard worse names. Okay, he looks like Seth Rogen. Nice. I love the guy. <laughs> yeah, I mean, he reminds you of Seth Rogen. Uh, when you get off one of the phones, make sure you look him up. I remind me of Seth Rogen. <laughs> uh, next match, we had J.D. McDonough versus Axiom. Nice. Real, really good match. They did a great spot to where it's almost like the old uh, Penta and Lucha Underground. Like oh. you believe he actually snapped it. Nice. Uh, that was really good. Uh, Damon Kemp finally got his five minutes with Brutus Creed, or Brutus Creed finally got his five minutes with Damon Kemp that his brother won for him at the last pre live event that we covered for NXT. Nice. Right. Um, Damon Kemp won because Brutus beat shit out of him with a chair. Well, you know. And let's, let's talk about this for a minute. Let's talk about the hype that somebody can get and just the regular push that another person can get. And they're brothers. They come from the same world. Yes. You don't know Damon Kemp. Real name is, I think they said it was Bobby Stevenson. Who Gables is Gable's brother. Gable Stevenson, however you say his name. Brother. And they just brought Damon in, put him in the diamond mine. And he'd be a little amateur, which he was, and his brother's about to get fired. Mm-hmm. Uh, Bodie, the guy that was with Chase U, the blonde-headed guy everybody liked, uh, he got fired from NXT last week, one of five people that got fired. Yep. Due to, uh, due to non-improvement in the ring. And that's going to be the releases we're going to see. Well, we're not going to see Vince's releases. We're going to see the people that's not improving. Apparently, right. there was other stuff behind Bodie's release also. Yes, apparently he was uh, headache to have backstage, so to speak. Yeah. Uh, Showing up late to shows and everything else. Yeah. Uh, main event on NXT last night, the tag team that I do not like at all, the women's tag team champions, Katana Chance and Caden Carter. This shit is just sloppy to me. I just I don't care for them. Defeating Nikita Lyons and Zoe Stark. Uh, Match uh, Zoe and uh, shit. What's her name? Nikita are giving the champions back their belts. Uh, Zoe holds up on hers, smacks the shit out of Nikita with a belt. You hear it hit her head. Oh fuck! And turns heel on her by beating that ass. Oh, there's enough of it to beat. I'd beat it. B I B I B. You catch that? I did. Okay. Josh is just confusing though, because there's four women on the screen, and he just goes, "Damn, she fine." I was talking about Jade. <laughs> yeah, Jade is. Well, all three of those on that screen were fine. Oh yeah. It changes because then you got Britt Baker on here. Uh, <laughs> let Tony hold the damn microphone the whole time. It's a face to face, Josh. <laughs> They are good. Ow. Alrighty. Diamante. Let's go to Diamante from last week in Baltimore. Last week's Dynamite Rampage. And or, we'll... or was it AEW All Elite Honor? Because it was a Ring of Honor heavy. <laughs> Let's see. Yeah. 
Last week, first match we had was Jay Lethal <coughs> defeating Darby Allen in a singles match. Good match. Sting comes out. Oh, it's not Sting. It's um, two dimes. Carter. And the crowd goes mild. I guess Cole Carter has left uh, one group to join another group for a reason that was never spoken. Can you really say they went mild because it really was like a pin drop? They're like, who the fuck is this guy? Yeah. I did like one of the spots in that match, though, before we go on to what happened after the match. Okay. I really liked Darby doing his deadly, fast-as-hell suicide dive to Satinam Singh and Singh just standing there looking at him. And then flipped him off. Rubbed his shirt to get the wrinkles out of it. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that was great. Uh, then Sting's music plays. Everybody gets out of the ring, which Cornette brought this up. Why would you get out of the ring if someone's coming to stop you when you've got the advantage of stomping them when they come through the ropes? That is true. Get the camera off Shivani. It takes you forever to get out of the ring. Thank you. <laughs> but then, lo and behold, who enters the ring but the last outlaw, Double J, Jeff Jarrett, with a beautiful brand new black and red fossil wood guitar that he hard weighs little Darby Allen with. Daggum. Then goes on to cut a fantastic, uh, she's cleared. We do that. Well, I got one of those phone calls that we get sometimes from the listeners of the podcast. Uh, John called me last Thursday morning on the way to work. And he just basically said, yeah, I had the same reaction when Jerry came out that you did. Yeah, the three of us are probably Jared's biggest fans. <laughs> he said, "Because I remember, I remember when I told him when we were still at R and R that, uh, you know, Jared was coming out with a weekly podcast. You know, John don't listen to weekly podcasts like we do, right? So, as far as I know, that is still the only one he keeps up with every week besides ours. But." I loved it. I marked out for it. I marked out for the uh, the moment. I marked out for the promo. Uh, then when I found out what he was hired for, I marked out even more. Yes. He is, well, it's more. I don't know if you've seen what's come out this week. He has backstage power, Good. which means I think he's the hired gun to run, um, create, not creative, but uh, uh, relations. Oh, so Jarrett's in talent relations? That is the rumor that he is now the head of talent relations. He is the head of brand development and live events. And he's not going to give a shit if Sony pisses him off either. Don't piss no. me off. And with what we said earlier about their growing market in the UK. That's, that's going to be his next oh, step. Yeah. Well, look what he did with TNA in the and in India with that ring Kaking, how he hooked up in Mexico. Mm-hmm. Yeah. How he hooked up in Japan. This is this is probably the biggest hire. 
Mine that they've ever had. And, and that's over pumping anybody. With, uh, with AEW's wallet and resources, Jerry. Not only do you get somebody that is 55 years old, is still probably the best active wrestler on the roster. Yep. You get someone as creative, that has business and international relationships already built in. And you've got Tony's wallet. The most and, successful hire that Tony Khan has ever done. Yeah, and with the resources and money that he'll have, uh, sky's the limit for Jeff to do what he needs to do. If they let him do his shit. Well, why hire him if they're not going to let him? Trust, I was about to say, trust him. I was about to say, I think they've got this under control. And if you think about it, he's worked with he's worked with everybody. He's worked with He's worked with the Young Bucks. He hired them. He worked with Omega in Japan. Every major promotion he's been a part of. I think it's the best hire that they've done. Agreed. There is one tag team that he had in TNA that might be able to make a comeback. Oh, yeah? Yeah. It was a brother tag team. It was Generation Me. Me. Yeah. I don't see them jokers coming back. <laughs> <laughs> but I wouldn't that shirt said the Rock Hard, hard Club. Did you hear that one? No. I wouldn't hate if Bobby Roode got fired and we got beer money on AEW. Oh, yes. yes. <laughs> or shit, James Storm gets hired and it was in WWE either way. Yeah. Uh, AEW World Title Match: John Moxley beat Lee Moriarty. Or Eliminator Match. I hate those damn things. Yeah. I just, I just don't see it in Lee Moriarty. I don't. Heard that shit about business. Yeah. If they're gonna do a tournament, I understand the Eliminator aspect, but just do it. Just call it a damn number one contenders match if you're gonna do that or something. But I don't. I get wanting to build somebody up, but they're. There's no need for them to be going against a champion like that. No, it does nothing but bury the talent. Yeah. Uh, and I know Lee Moriarty's good, but they're not showing it. The only argument I could think right there is uh, Takeshita. He had a lot of those matches that were like the world title eliminator matches and shit like that. Well, there's a difference. He can show the fuck out. Moriarty can't. Different level of athlete. Yeah. Okay. No. <clears throat> Moriarty, do your mid. Nobody knows him. He's not credible to go for your world title. Right. After, after one match with shit taker. <laughs> yeah, goddamn. You, you've seen that in your impress. You know he can fucking go. Yeah. He's credible to anything at that point. Yeah. <coughs> take a shit almost made me take a shit hey, Well, is it time for a rumpage? No, we still got more dominant. We're just at the third match, fuckface. Oh, so much. Right. I heard John Moxley. <laughs> yeah, no, trust me, it felt like watching along with this. Last week's episode after Jared was all downhill. Yeah. Yeah. It was rough. Yeah, it's a slow uh, episode. Lost over 120,000 viewers. Chris Jericho defends the Ring of Honor world title against Colt Cabana, and the crowd goes crazy because they are in a Ring of Honor town. But yeah. the casual viewers gave two fucks. 
And here's 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 some argument for what we are talking about last week. Is it because everybody's just over Jericho? Or because everybody's seen that as a slap in the face to Punk? Probably both. Both. I think the latter. I think it's more everybody's seen that as a slap in the face to Punk. That's the first and thing it, I said. It turned a lot of your casuals off and like, well, fuck that. They've already made their decision. I'm done with this product. Yeah, that was the first thing I said when he came out. I was like, that's a fuck you to Punk. So, either way, they lost a lot of viewers there. Next, we had Orange Cassidy defeating Luchasaurus and Ray Phoenix in a three-way. And I didn't like the fact of him putting Phoenix through a table if he was going to be put through a table in just a minute. And Britt Baker is a piece of shit because she just got hit with Paige's finish and comes right back and pops right back up. Well, at least she's selling. She's not just walking like nothing happened. I mean, she's got to clear the ring. Oh, yeah. For the next segment. She can't just lay there the rest of the well, night. Well, the next segment's a VTR. Now, who's that guy? That's Cole Carter. That's the mild guy. I thought he was just with the... Oh. Well, you'll see in a minute they pay him off. Okay. Well, <laughs> Was that a $5 makes, bill? He makes... Yeah, God he damn. It should have been two dimes. You take out the rest. <laughs> Now, here's your live segment. Uh, but I didn't like Luchasaurus putting through Phoenix through a table when he's seeking to be put through one by Jungle Boy. Right. Too many spots. Now, yeah. granted, the way Jungle Boy put him through a table was incredible. Yes, that was badass. We get Lethal versus Beretta. Nice. Nice. <laughs> but the good news after that was Shibata. Yes. Comes out to make the save. That's over the dream match. The Atlantic City dream or whatever it's called. All Atlantic City dream, dream play match. On words, the play on words match. Gotcha. And, and uh, Ron Page. Fifth match was Jay Cargill versus Marina Shafir for the women's title or the women's TV title. Women's television and title. The best. Marina Shafir match they've ever shown on TV. You guys want to know why? Why is that? Because they didn't show the match on fucking TV. <laughs> they kept cutting to Vicky and Jade. Or Vicky and... Uh, Nyla. 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 I'm so into this to be over. It's so fucking it's the Best match she's ever had on television. Congratulations. <laughs> Here, Hogan tries to get the title. Nyla lays her out. Blah, 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 blah. Main event, Samoa Joe defeats Brian Cage for the Ring of Honor World Television title. Yawn. Brian Cage is not, he doesn't do it for me, guys. No. He's a big guy. He can do some athletic shit, but. He gets the personality of a milk dud. Dud. I just. I want my big guys to be big guys. I mean, but you can also make them have a personality, make them, you know, give them a good character. He don't have that. I, I'm just talking about in-ring work. I want my big guys to wrestle like big guys. Gotcha. Perfect example. Me. Oh. Jason, how long did I tell Cyrus to, just because you can do a moonsault, and at the same time, quit doing them all the time? Right. For what, the last 10 years? 
since he started, what? since he's been doing it, you told him to chill out on what, him. What happened when he stopped doing all that shit? Where did he end up going? Japan. Where's he a fucking huge star at? Japan. In the number two company in the country. Yep. Right. Embrace what you have. Just because you can do all this shit. I got a beautiful moonsault. I've hit it three times in 23 years. I don't want to say anything. Alright, let's go to Ron Paz. <laughs> First match of the greatest commentary team of all time. Who was it? Excalibur. Yes. The GOAT, Jim Ross. Yes. Tony Schiavone. Yes. Uh-huh. Iron Mike Tyson. <laughs> God damn it. No, dude, I'm serious. Hey. Did y'all not watch? No, no, I knew who was going to be on commentary. I didn't... Did you watch? I did not. Tyson knows his shit. Really? Really? It's calling spots. He corrects Excalibur. Excalibur calls it a back heel trip. He goes, that's an SDO, Excalibur. Ah. God damn. I'm like, my man. He <laughs> that Denzel. <laughs> in the Denzel voice. My man. But uh, first match was Orange Cassidy defending the All-Atlantic Championship against Kasuther <sighs> Katsuri Shibata. I bet that was a fucking bad. I was about to say, just say Shibata. We we know we can't get them first names right. So good. So good. So good. So good. Uh, second match, we have Britt Baker and Jamie Hayter versus Madison Rain and Sky Blue. <sighs> I like Jamie Hayter. <laughs> I feel like Scott we're going to get her. Soraya? 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 Paige is going to beat Britt. Scott Blue looks good. Madison Rain been doing it so long, she should be better than this. Yes. But I like Jamie Hayter. Yeah. I think Britt's going to lose to Paige at full gear. That's going to piss her off. She's going to cost Jamie the title at full gear against Tony. And that's where they're going to have their... Falling out right there, I believe. Jamie wins the title. You think Jamie wins? I, I do. So. I would love that. Let's see. Main event was Wardlow and Samoa Joe. <laughs> Be the gators of Agony, Bishop Gone, and Toa Lona. Yep. And we knew where that was going. Yep. So, give me this thing. Let me put five TV up. Five TV. Five. Five? We'll some NWA results. Well, let's hold off and we'll do that next since we're going to be doing some NWA discussion in the uh, big thread, big topic. In our big discussion. So we'll go ahead, cut right here, let y'all go take a, a shower, piss break, smoke break, shower, whatever the hell you're going to do, and uh, we'll be right back. We're back. Hey, goddamn, we hadn't had you say that in a couple weeks. We've been missing it. Yeah, we fucked that yeah, up. Y'all been, y'all been butchering it. Yeah, yeah. So real quick, uh, we'll go over NWA USA Surge Season 4 Episode 2 that came on this past Saturday. You had NWA World Junior Heavyweight Champion Homicide defend the title against a guy that was one pound over the limit, Chris Sains, but still put it on the line in a catchweight exhibition match. Homicide picks up the victory. One half of the, go ahead. I love, I love that. Oh, it was good. Uh, one half of the end, and this uh, this episode was hosted by the Cardonas, uh, Matt and Chelsea at their home in Orlando. 
I caught them making out in between takes. It's it's classic. It's definitely worth watching. One <laughs> uh, after the NWA Women's World Tag Team Champions, Ella Envy comes to blows with Angelina Love. Uh, Ella and Kenzie are defending the Women's World Tag Titles this coming Saturday at Hard Times against Mr. Kate and Maddie. Uh, they lost to them on TV, so they're coming in on a losing streak, and Ella continues to lose as Angelina, with the Botox injection, picks up the victory. Damn. And in our main event, we had a special encore presentation of the NWA World Tag Title Match from NWA 74, mm-hmm. as La Rebellion, Mecha Wolf, and Damian Say Say Says uh, took on the Hawks, RE, PJ, and Luke Hawks. And uh, as the match where Doug Williams had to give up his title, uh, La Rebellion won. These two teams will be facing off again this Saturday at Hard Times in Luke and BJ's hometown. I am predicting new NWA World Tag Team Champions. And my buddy Luke Hawks and his son PJ. That would be awesome. I just fucking love. I just love La Rebellion. Uh, If you guys remember, I picked that at. uh, at the last pay per view, I still went in at home. Yeah, that'd be awesome. Uh, hey, here's something we didn't think about uh, when we were talking about Aldis leaving. Uh, with Aldis, yeah, what are they, they going to do with Otis? Well, with Aldis leaving, uh, what's that going to look like for? Uh, Doug Williams, does he go with his friend? Does he stay loyal to NWA? No, I think he stays loyal. Yeah, he had a lot of friends. Are they that close? I didn't know they were that close. Well, they were in British Invasion. I don't know if they still are. And Power Season 10, Episode 9, that came out yesterday for um, NWA subscribers on Fight TV. It'll be available Friday everywhere else. Uh, we had uh, Psycho Boy Fodder, which is one of the guys from the Control Your Narrative group, uh, in a losing match against Norris Muscle Odinson. Uh, still wondering what it's going to do with Odinson for the pay per view now that all this has been pulled. <coughs> so we'll, uh, we'll see from there. Uh, days away from their world tag team, women's world tag team title shot, uh, Maddie. Takes on a stiff challenge in Ty Valkyrie, but is able to pick up the win. Nice. Uh, weird tag team match here as Camille, Camilla and Kylan King team up, and they'll be in a three-way along with Chelsea Green for the NWA Women's World Championship uh, Saturday at Hard Times. Team up to take on the Hex. Uh Really good tag team work there by Camille and Colin King. So I wouldn't be surprised to see Chelsea leave the champion and maybe them two go for the women's world tag titles. They pick up the victory over the Hex. Hell yeah. Massive main event sees the Pope, Kratos, and Doug Williams take on the team of Tom Latimer, uh, the man who is still in possession of the NWA World Television Champion Tyrus and the NWA World's Heavyweight Champion Trevor Murdoch in six-man action. Match breaks down with the Cardona family attacking everybody. It ends with Matt sliding in the ring, about to smash tires with a chair. He gets caught. They both look at Trevor. 
Trevor and Tyrus back Cardona out of the ring to the Cardona family. And we fade to black, getting ready to set up for hard times coming up Saturday on pay-per-view. Hell yeah, and I'm definitely looking forward to that. Hell yeah, I say Cardona and Chester both going to walk out titles. All right, Josh, um, give me an, an update from RCW from this past Saturday. Uh, of course, like I said, I was under the weather. We'll go ahead and do that, and then we'll post the next show at RCW, post about talk about it. Then we'll go into the pay-per-view and our discussion of NWA. Yes, so... First matchup on the card was Casey Cage going against Matthew Oliver. Uh, that wasn't the first match. Well, it was the first. That's the first match that you're looking at. Yes. Um, Casey Cage with a victory. Um, it was a good match. It was a good showing for Matthew. Um, of course, Casey Cage, is, Casey Cage is fucking incredible. Great get for the locker room. So glad to see him. Casey has had a – sorry, I had to get a sip of water. Casey has had a career resurgence. <laughs> Absolutely. I've not seen Casey this good since. Yeah, it's been a while. I'm gonna say early Casey. Yeah, Tennessee Green when he's traveling everywhere. I'm traveling Casey Cage. The prodigal sons, Casey Cage. Yeah, love seeing it too. Did he break up the bridges? Yeah, he did. He did. Good deal. Cut yeah, a little promo about. That he had to get a drawstring put in it, but he was gonna break them out for us. <laughs> Yep, he had a promo about how the Georgia Bullfrogs were going to lose and all that. It was it was good. It was a good little it was a good little promo for him. I liked I liked it. Next, we had promo where the prophecy all came out. Johnny Viper comes out and talks about how Brent Banner needs to give over his half of the tag team titles. Just let him have it. Michael, Alex Michaels was talking about how he's going to stay in control of the RCW heavyweight title. They're going to run rough shot on RCW. Torque hopped up his match with Cousin Cletus. Um, I talk a lot of shit when I'm not there. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Josh comes out to make a match for um, later on with um, Alex Michaels going one-on-one with the league. Hey, y'all want to Doug? Yeah, we got it on. Why? The belt broke. The title broke? See the top, the first side plate on his shoulder. Let him, let him turn <laughs> back around. Oh, yeah, I see it. Shit. Oh, yeah. It's like a complete bolt broke or something. Damn. And you go get the interim title for Punk. <laughs> <laughs> you think you'd have multiple made that are TV ready? Uh, they probably do. Hell, he probably broke it in his damn entrance the way he comes and slings shit around. I never understood that. I don't care if it's your gimmick or your character. Take care of the title. Uh, well, titles to a lot of people are just props. Me, their artwork. I love them. Yeah. But Jason can tell you, I'd be that guy at random shows just cleaning the belts. Right. You ever right. been to this show before? Nope. Those nope. your belts? Nope. Why are you doing that? Because the belt needs to look good. Yep, that's got to look good for TV. Yep. Then uh, after their promo, Josh comes out and makes a match for November 19th. Alex Michaels going one-on-one and defending his title against the former champion who never lost his title, never die, Zach die. Um, Zachariah. 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 Alex Michaels talks trash about uh, old Zach. Out comes Jason Hampton. 
Cuts a promo about how he's going to stand up for his friends just like he proved he was going to last show. So they made a match later on that in the night. Alex Michaels, non-title. Uh, against... He's talking about when he's not with his dick in the dirt. That's the one. <laughs> yep. Damn it, son. And so later on in the night, it is Alex Michaels versus Jason Hampton, non-title, which led us to Torque going one-on-one with Cousin Cletus. Hey, I made that match. Hey. Uh, of course, Tort decided to play around the ring, use mind games to mess around with Cousin Cletus. Once they got in the ring, of course, you know, Cousin Cletus tried to take most of the match. And, of course, Torque with his chicanery got the victory. And then after the match, Torque decided to uh, lay about four or five headbutts from the top rope on Cousin Cletus. And after referees and security decided to finally get him off, he decided to head on to the back and feel like his work was done. Did he put his bargain on? He, he did. Uh, oh, he did. He did. He hit one or two of them. Headbutts with it on. And Bugsy McGraw bogging. <laughs> and then we had coming up. Yes, that's going to be good. Right. Then we got Beauty and the Beast, Nate Wilde and Ethan Cage going against Steve Dave's newest tag team, Trinity. And I can't remember. Who, do you remember who his tag partner was? I can't remember. I don't. That was, I think it was one of Casey's other guys. Casey no, had, it wasn't. It was, no, it was one of uh, Jaden's guys. I just told you his name three times. What? Joshua Lowe. Joshua Lowe. He is in the TWE dojo. Nice. Alrighty. Beauty and the Beast pick up the win in that one. Yes, yes. Getting prepared for... Momentum coming for what we're about to announce. Yes, sir. And then in our main event... Nope, not main event. Sorry. We have... um, Jason Hampton going one on one with Mr. Alex Michaels. Y'all had a y'all have such good fucking chemistry, such great chemistry. Y'all had a banger of a match. I don't think that's y'all, but uh, they just showed Creed two. Have you seen the trailer for Creed three yet, Jason? No. No. Oh my god! 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 Yeah. Do you get it? Did you need to watch it? Yeah. Yeah. Just the trailer's got me. I can't wait for 2023. It looks so good, but I'll have to watch yeah, it. Yeah, y'all, y'all do have great chemistry. Yeah, yeah, and it's, it's always like for 20 years or something. <laughs> yeah, something like that. <laughs> no, it's always like <clears throat> a real easy. I don't want to say it's always an easy match, but it's always easy to come up with. Absolutely. <clears throat> well, we started the match off hot because 
Uh, agent for the night was like, hey, I mean, another peek behind a curtain. Uh, agent come up to us and was like, hey, guys, uh, what if we did something different? You know, start this one out in start this one out in heat and then, you know, small comeback into the actual heat into the comeback to go in towards the finish. Mm-hmm. So opening spot of the match, I took the flare uh, bill off the top. There you go. I jumped up there celebrating, getting the crowd. He comes up, gives me a couple of shots. Up. Right. <clears throat> Hell yeah. Over there, main event. Well, we got one more match before we get to the main uh, event. Damn, how many motherfuckers did he book? That's seven matches. Next match for the RCW No Limits Championship, we had Jake Murphy defend against Chris Payne. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. Uh, I got an announcement about that when I heard about what happened in that. Yeah, I, I'm going to go over something at the end. I only got to get your understanding about it. So, of course, Drake, they got, again, they got good chemistry. They worked well together. Match was called off. Uh, no contest after the referee couldn't get in control of the match. And then once that was over and they got the referee to get everybody separated, uh, Jake Murphy, uh, excuse me, not Jake, but uh, Chris Payne, uh, Challenged him to a match at the next show. He said, I like to taste of my own blood. Let's see if you have a problem tasting your own blood. I challenge you to a first blood match. Jake retorts with, you only want to face me in a match like this because you can't pin me. So, we'll do it under Drew rules. This will be a first blood match, but you can only pin me once I draw first blood. So, <clears throat> I'm not sure if that was meant to be talked about like that. But he said, okay, it's going to be a first blood match, but it's going to be a pinfall once you draw first blood, then you can pin your opponent. It's, it, it's Drew come up with it. it. I told him back then it was a hat on the hat booking, but that was the way we, uh, for disclosure, I was booking at TWE. They had done it the year before. Uh, so I pitched the idea of having a first blood match. Drew told me how they had done it the year before. It's basically like the um, King of the Mount match. In order to be eligible to hang the belt, you first have to pin your opponent. Been an opponent. Well, you bring me on there, pudding. Oh, he's eating food. Selfish, selfish, selfish. All right, I love you. Um, it's shameful. You have to secure the pinfall before the blood is legal. Also, you have to pin first, and then make him bleed. Yes. Yeah. I like that. Good way to get him over. The map. Technically, I, I misspoke. Yes. You don't win just on being busted off, and you still have to pin your opponent. Right. Does that make sense? Oh, yeah. It makes perfect sense. Yeah, so it's still got to end with a pinfall. So. But, uh, well, to set that up, the next show at RCW, I mean, grab this little cheat sheet I got here. I got one more match when you get done. Oh, yeah. Tell me who walked away with our tag team title. Yes. Main event, Johnny Viper versus Britton Banner. Control of the tag team championships. We had some chicanery. We had some tomfoolery. We had some daggum shenanigans. After Alex decides to come up and distract the referee, allowing Johnny Viper to get uh, a cheap low blow behind the referee's back. Winner and in control. 
winner and your complete and undisputed tag team champions is Johnny Viper. And the prophecy has just about all the gold now. So, well, dumbass referee, right? I don't know what the fuck's wrong with the referee. I don't know why he couldn't pay the fuck attention to the goddamn match. Bastard. Well, fire that referee. Sure. At RCW is a special one to me. You heard me talk about it on here before. Yes, uh, the flyer is out. Uh, we will have Josh share it on our pod page if he's not already. He will share it on Twitter. Uh, we share it on our personal page about daily. But on Saturday, November the nineteenth, which would have been my my buddy's forty first birthday this year, we're going to celebrate Drew Game. With the first annual. Annual means yearly. So, yes, this show will happen every year going forward. On the same weekend of the month. The Drew Game Memorial Tag Team Tournament. Eight hand-picked teams. Hand-picked by yours truly. And what I did was (coughs) I talked to Jason, Will, Josh... Uh, Tyler and you know Tyler gave me full power on this show everything that we've done uh, with the exception of the two RCW title matches are mine Uh, of course I did have input on those as well Uh, but what we did was we talked and we thought about tag teams that we knew Drew cared for and Drew liked and so we handpicked eight teams Um, didn't get everyone we wanted uh, for obvious reasons, that uh, would have been perfect for Jason and I to do the Wild Boys, but I'm injured. Right. Uh, NSFW as a group is defunct, so uh, that was kind of out there to do. But for the first time ever, I will announce all eight tag teams right now. We have representing NWA Anarchy Wrestling, Shane Marks, Brian Blaze, managed by my friend Matt Hankins, The Undeniable. Representing RCW, Nate Wilde and Ethan Cade, Judy and the Beast. Representing Ego Pro Wrestling in Athens, Tennessee. Come on, man. Spoonie Mac, Big O Octavius, the Young Bloods. Representing Gabby's from back in the 90s. Money Green's first roadshow opponents, Jess Wade and his new partner, Brent Banner. Hell yeah. Speaking of another team from the past, there's a group called PIC back at the original UEW, Partners in Crime. It was myself, Drew Delight, and Drew Game. And for one night only, PIC's coming back with Jason Hampton and Sean Fire. The yeah. team. Go ahead. We were going to do the Wild Boys, but Drew never being a part of the Wild Boys, we decided to uh, change it up a little bit and do PIC. Dust off the PIC name for him. Two of the best singles wrestlers who are father and son, Terry the Rocker Lawler and Brandon Collins joined forces for this show. And your eighth and final tag team, 
They are the MVPs of any show they're on. Straight out of Drew's mouth. Cousin Cletus and Cousin Shaggy, the good old boys. Hell yeah. Fucking love the good old boys. This will be a one-night single elimination tournament. The first four matches on the card will be the first round tournament. The four winning teams will advance into a fatal four-way elimination match until we get to the winners of the trophy that is being made now that is simply called the Drew. And the trophy is beautiful. We love it. Uh, Looking forward to that. But also in between the tournament matches, we will have already announced the RCW Heavyweight Championship match. Zachariah Never Die Die will take on Alex Michaels. And in a first blood match for the No Limits title, Chris Payne will take on Jake Murphy. All this happens at Drew's 41st birthday bash, the Drew Game Memorial Tag Team Tournament at the Tabernacle of North Georgia Wrestling, 3890 Alternate 52, Chatsworth, Georgia, 30705. Adults are 10. Adults are 10. Kids are 5. Family four-pack available. Police discount. Military discount and fire department discount. Remember, for the family four pack, you got to ask. We ain't saving you no money if you don't ask. You can use that money at the Renegade Diner for a snack and uh, come out and celebrate with us. This is going to be the first annual. Um, I know some things we got planned. It's going to be emotional. Come out and shed some tears with us on the 19th and celebrate Drew, celebrate some great tag team wrestling. Fuck yeah. This one's for you, Drew. We love you, man. We miss you. And I think uh, next year I want to do four established teams and then Drew, what Drew was doing in his career before he passed, helping the young guys. Four established teams, four young teams. I dig it. Uh, I forgot. I only announced seven teams. Oh, yeah, you did. The eighth team will be the reigning and defending or they're not defending, the reigning RCW Tag Team Champions, The Prophecy. Uh, now, I'm not sure which two members it'll be. Um, this not come across my desk or Tyler's as have they picked champions yet, or are they going to do a free bird rule? So that will be determined uh, at the show. Uh, I would look for it to be between Torque, Pfeiffer, and Big Red since... Alex already has a match that night, but that is our eight teams, and I'm looking forward to seeing everybody there. I'm looking forward to a packed house. I'm looking forward to an emotional night, and then I'm looking forward to checkers. Yes. All right. That is the yeah. only reason to go and wrestle anymore. Do what? I said that is the only reason to go wrestle anymore is checkers. <laughs> Checkers is delicious. Oh, uh, speaking of which, uh, Central Park is coming back to Fort Oglethorpe. So happy. Yeah. I've not missed it as much as y'all have because I used to eat it once a week when I worked at uh, R&R. <clears throat> yeah, the places it was still at, you know, we didn't really go down to there much, so we didn't get to have it as much. Alrighty. 
We're going to head right. to our discussion. Yeah, I want to go ahead and start the discussion, or do you want me to read the card for the pay-per-view? Go ahead and read the card for the pay-per-view, and then we can go along and, as part of our discussion, talk about the matches and everything. All right, this is as of November the 1st. So we know one match is definitely going to be changed. Yeah, yes. But we have, uh, we'll read uh, <coughs> for the main event down. How's that sound? Sounds good to me. For the NWA World's Heavyweight Championship, Trevor Murdoch defends against Mac, excuse me, against Matt Cardona and Tyrus. I say Matt's going to take that one. I think Matt takes it. I do too. I think. I think they're going to let him have that for a while this time around too. I think the the business he was doing for him until he unfortunately got hurt, and then you know went about it. Uh, I I could see that. Yeah, Tony's going to do good by him. Uh, I could also see Tyrus getting one running before he retires too, so I wouldn't rule that out. Yeah, but I see. Um, I can see Knox coming out and getting getting involved and getting Tyrus out of the match. Yeah. For Cardona to get the pin on Murdoch. Then we've got the NWA Women's World Championship. Camilla defends against Colin King and Chelsea Green in a three-way. Uh, like I said, I can see Chelsea leaving the leave it here because they gave her three different opportunities to get in this match so I see Chelsea walking out the women's world champion Hell I yeah. agree I completely agree I see Chelsea walking away with it I'd like to see Kylan I'd like to see Kylan get a run with it because as hey, amazing as she's been have the conversation with her and whoever and not everybody on her podcast please <laughs> But no, the matches that she's had at the pay-per-view, uh, the bro, All is Ready bro, weekend. He's here. Wow. I'm ready for them to come back. You hear me, Jason? Huh? I said, bro, she's Kirsten Loud. Yeah. Let's see. Then we have the NWA National Championship match, Scion versus Dak Draper. Uh, Dak's an NXT guy that he got released. Zion apparently got injured because he has not wrestled on any TV between the last pay-per-view. He's been oh. taking that title across a bunch of different promotions. He's been po on Twitter. So he actually has been working then. Oh, yeah, he's been working everywhere. He's been he's been trying to get that title everywhere, and he's been benefiting good, it at other good. shows. And that's one good thing about these NWA guys. They still take indie bookings, which... Once we get to one of those matches, uh, I'd like to get the guy up here. Uh, NWA World Junior Heavyweight Championship match. Homicide defends against Kerry Morton. Yes. Oh, yes. They had a hell of a match at uh, 74. Yes. Yeah. Damn good match. Uh, who you guys got from the National? I see Sion winning. I see Sion keeping it. Yeah, Sion's going to keep it. I see Kerry taking the title this time. Really? I do. If he doesn't, it's because he's going to drop it to Ricky, and Ricky will have a short run with it. Um, uh, but uh, Ricky's not on the show, so that's why I said I think Kerry wins. Right, but I'm just saying, if he doesn't yeah. win, that's what I could see is at the next pay-per-view or at a TV coming up soon after. 
Next, we've got the new NWA United States Tag Team titles on the line as the Fixers defending against the Spectaculars. Fixers rule. I, I got Fixers retaining. Yeah, Fixers rule. Uh, here's the one that I want to get um, my pick. Oh, before you go there real quick, the little promo that the Fixers had with fucking Billy was great when he was trying to give him the new NWA US Tag Titles. He's like, but I, I like my belt. Huh? It was just with Wrecking Ball. <laughs> Bradley wasn't even there. He was like, I like my title. It's, it's red, white, and blue, and it says Six yeah, It was hilarious. Have you seen it, Jason? <laughs> I haven't, but hell, I Look can it imagine. Up. It is hilarious. <laughs> it's so like, fucking funny. It's like talking to a pinchlet child. <laughs> <laughs> Mine says fixtures on it. Well, give me the piece of tape, and I'll put it on this one. It's not tape. <laughs> <laughs> it's hilarious. Uh, but next one is for the NWA World Television Championship match. They had the finals of this Madison TV, but it went to time limit draw. So Jordan Clearwater against my pick, AJ Kazana. Nice. Get AJ to win the belt, bring him in RCW. You guys take an AJ or Clearwater. God damn, Sammy. But, yeah, I see AJ taking it. Yes. I do, too. Then next, we've got the NWA Women's World Tag Team title match. Pretty empowered. First, Maddie Renowski and Missy Kate. Um, I'm going to say pretty empowered retains. I see pretty empowered uh, retaining the titles. If they don't, it's because they completely break up. I think we've got a little bit before they break up. The moon. <clears throat> Then we've got the NWA World Tag Team Title Match: La Rebellion versus my boys Luke and PJ Hawks. Hawks RE. I've already said I've got the Hawks winning this one. I got the Hawks. Yeah, Hawks in the hometown. Uh, <laughs> Ow! I coughed and farted at the same time. Ow! Ow! This match will be a fucking banger, even though I don't like one of the guys in it. MLW National Open Weight Championship match: Davey Richards versus Colby Carino. Nice. Like Don't like Davey, but he's good in the ring. Right. That match will be really good. No doubt. Uh, for the MLW title, I say Davey's over. Yeah. I see Davey retain just because it's for the yeah for the MLW, MLW title. Uh, EC3 versus Tom Latimer. Uh, I see Latimer uh, I taking Latimer. That. Yeah, I got Latimer too. I do like the fact of EC3 having control your narrative, guys, and just making that a group instead of being a whole promotion. Right. Yes. Match of the night right here, guys. Mask versus mask. Question mark versus question mark two. Oh, hell. Oh, shit. Now, question mark is Rodney Mack under a hood. Okay. Question mark under the two, I think, is my buddy Plunky. <laughs> Funky. They've got very similar builds. Right. Voodoo Queen Casket Match. Ooh. Max the Impaler versus Natalia Markova. I got Max. I don't know. I can see Markova. I want to take Max just because uh, James Mitchell got a hell of a promo. Yeah, and Mitchell always cuts hell of a promo, but this is one of those matches where it's not going to hurt Max to lose because she's not getting pinned. 
Right. Well, I feel like when you do these gimmick matches that might be a specialty for the character, you got to give him at least one good win, especially if it's the first one. I mean, hell, look at Undertaker. His gimmick, his specialties was buried alive and casket match, and he barely, I don't think he ever won a single buried alive match. Well, Hell in a Cell was designed for the Undertaker. He lost the first one. Yeah. Yeah. Good job, Deshaun. Let's see, then uh, we've got advertised Nick Aldis. Brother of his debut. And Nick Aldis versus Odinson, we know is not happening now. So be interested to see what, if anything, to do with Odinson on the pay per view. Yes. Yeah. Um, I'm assuming this is dark matches or the pre show matches. Mercurio. Mercurio. Jake Dumas and Jake Dane. First, Anthony Mayweather, JTG, and the Pope. I'm going to take ma the Magic Family. And the Ill-Begotten oh. verse to be determined. I got the Ill-Begotten. I got Ill-Begotten oh. in that one. To be determined's never went under. Hmm. There's a first time for everything, goddammit. They're, they're as strong in the wind column as vacant is. Uh, Vacant's always there. Multiple time champion. The let's, let's count these. One, two. I'm a footage. He's a 54 time world champion. What are you talking about? <laughs> Any task figure? People talking about 15 advertised matches. Hell, Hell yeah. yeah. Talking about Cena breaking Flair's record. Vacant broke that record a long time ago. They pull Aldis and Otison. That puts us down to 15. And like I said, you know, a few of those are probably going to be on the free show. Right. Yeah. But I'm so ready, so ready for NWA hard times and everything but the ham for dinner. <laughs> when did Danielson get a fall? When he threw the chair at him. Oh, is it a Q? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Oh, it's just a two out of three falls, man. It's yeah. not a anything goes or anything. Yeah, I just realized that. Busted his ass open. But that was hard work. I think Bavar should play. Gino Hernandez. <laughs> All right. They have to bulk him up. God damn it. All right, so Jason, let's get into your discussion. All right, let's discuss NWA, guys. I mean, I mean there's a bunch it's of wrestling. Damn good wrestling. It's damn good wrestling. It's. I mean, I, I don't agree at all with what Aldis was saying. No, that's it's a I, dick fucking. Man. I agree with Gags the Gimp. He's not for me, but yes. he's for somebody. He's got merch. Nick Aldis isn't for everybody. No, right. I mean, I'm sure there's an I'm sure there's a Patriot American Patriot out there somewhere saying send the red coat back to England. Right. <laughs> I mean. You say that, but shit, slavery just now became illegal in Tennessee with the election last night. Well, I think it was already illegal. <laughs> you know, through the Emancipation Proclamation in like 1860-something, but well, still. You got about 316,000 people that says otherwise, though, apparently. That's fucking fucked up yeah, as hell. That's the people you just need to shoot. Yeah, you ain't fucking kidding. Honestly, no, you need to do something else. You don't need to waste a bullet on them. That's too much money to waste. That's not wasting a bullet. That's a bullet well used. Right. <laughs> <clears throat> so 
no politics on the podcast, boys. Yes, yes, let's redirect. Anyways, so yeah, that was a yeah, that was a dick move by all this. So let's let, let me bring a topic in here. Um, Billy Corgan was on a doing an interview, and he talked about how he has had discussions with AEW about using NWA as a feeder system. The city's had talks with WWE as well. What do you think would be more beneficial? Do you think having them be a feeder system for WWE or AEW, or do you think they have a chance to get on a network and have their own I television? think they like you are right now. Feed both of them. Why? Yeah. You know, WWE's yeah. already got its own developmental. Yeah. They don't want you for that. WWE has NXT, exactly, so they don't need NWA as a feeder system. They'll steal NWA talent and send them to NXT. <laughs> so I think you just keep it like you are, because he's already said if any of his guys get an offer to make better money, he's not going to tell them no. He will let anybody out of their contract to go make more money. Right, yes. Which, again, goes back to what I was saying earlier about everybody needs to be that way in business. Exactly. Agreed. Because there's plenty of wrestlers. You can go around to any of these shows that I put over these guys coming in for the Drew show to represent, and there's talents there that are good enough to be on TV. Yeah, because... I go to a show every so often called Southern Honor, and everybody from the opening match to the main event should have been on television for numerous years. Even the younger guys. So there's plenty of talent out there. Yeah, you don't have to hoard talent that you have if they're miserable. No, because when right. you have one talent that gets signed to a big contract, okay, cool, congratulations, you're out of your contract. As soon as they get out, there's going to be the door to open for the next talent to come in. Yeah, you know, Jason, his goal was NWA. So say uh, Alex Taylor looks like a million bucks. Hunter sees him, he goes, kid's fucking Jack. Let's sign him. They sign him. Plunky needs a partner. Jason and Plunky, they look like they could be brothers. They both look like they're from Taterfield, Tennessee. <laughs> so that opens it up. Plunky's like, hey, I know a guy. He's local. Blah, 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 blah. Jason comes in. There's his shot. By God, I'll be then, back from Taterville, Tennessee. Then Jason's in there. And they're like, hey, we need a guy that's muscled up that can get over with the ladies. Hey, I know a guy. Name's Brent Banner from Chatsworth. Or, hey, we need a guy that doesn't have a great body, but he gets the heel. Hey, Alex. You see what I'm saying? Right. Yep. That's the way the business has always worked. One door opens for another, but I think to answer your question, that Billy doesn't need to change anything he's done. I think the fight TV format fits him perfectly. Yeah, I agree. Okay, look at us. Will's got the um, TNA that we can all watch whenever we want to. Right. I've got WA. Um, now, granted, you guys can wait until Friday and watch the TV. But if you ever want to watch it live on Tuesday, hey, what's your login? You can log in. You can go back and watch all the backlog of that. So I think the Fight TV format is perfect for them because, for one, they're not having to get sponsors to pay for the show. The subscription pays for it. You're not having to worry about commercials. You're not having to worry about tie-ins. You're not having to worry about what you can and can't put on the product. You can put over whatever you want to. And also, being on that streaming service gives you a built-in pay-per-view format. So, I would change nothing about the NWA uh, format, with the exception of I might make the TV shows a little bit longer. Yeah. I could watch two, three hours if I'm not. I would, I would like Power to be a two-hour show. Yes. 
Power beat two hour in the uh, USA. What is it? USA, USA the power surge be Yeah, where now it's like 45 minutes for power as far as actual uh, wrestling promo story drive and probably 30 for USA. So, right. you know, give me, give me an hour and two. I can handle that all day long. Especially with some um, of the stuff they've got going on. I mean, you look, I mean, look at some of the guys that NWA has right now. Mm-hmm. I mean, just look at some of the names that, you know. I mean, hell, you've got yeah. Bully Ray there. Yes. Yeah. And, you know, they use him. They use him sparingly. He'll be in one segment in their tapings. And the tapings go for... What Five, were the ones we did for like six three weeks. weeks? Yeah, multiple. Four. Weeks. Yeah. And he's in one segment in six TV shows because they have very limited time where they can show everybody. Right, but they make the best of it. And you build a whole. But if you have that extra time, you could even get more guys on there. You could right. uh, you could do some over matches for your stars, and you could still have a couple competitive TV matches. But I think the NWA is the best way to tell a wrestling story in today's society. Agreed. So, did that answer your question on the what I would do, Josh? Certainly did. Certainly did. I I agree full, full, wholeheartedly. And I completely support Billy in pulling um, Nick from the show. Even though Nate went on and said I was completely ready to perform and la 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 la, dude, if you're shit talking my dressing room for care. your protection, I'm not bringing you to this show. Yeah. No. Why would you want it? Why would you? him trying to do a guilt trip and try to save face for himself after putting that? That's even more. Maybe, maybe he can fight. I don't know, but I know Bully can. I know Mike Knox can. It don't matter who can or can't fight. Do you really want to shit talk a locker room and then show up and think you're going to be welcome? Exactly. I mean, so to me, handle that the best way ever. And he just shit. done the thing is that, hey, you know, after uh, he had five bookings left, which I guess would have been the paper the pay TV you and the four, TV, the four weeks of TV to end out the year. Why couldn't you just do those then say your piece? Yeah. Say your pay say your piece and be like, This is why I left. This is the situation. Or, you know, like Billy said, let me know that you're you know, you're leaving. Do you fulfill your bookings? Right. Then, you know, go to RF video or go and then shit all over it. But to shit all over the product and be surprised you got pulled from competing on the show. What kind of fucking idiot are you? I mean, surely he wasn't really surprised he got pulled from the show. I mean, oh, he that was, was surprised. Nice That's... That was nice. I don't think he was really surprised. I think it was just a saving face. Oh, I do too. Because, I mean, if you're going to go out there and you're going to say the shit he said, why would you be surprised? Exactly. Why would you be if you were left off the show? I mean, you come out here and say, you know, basically... He doesn't know what the fuck he's doing. The locker room sucks. The, uh, the show's been horrible since blah, blah, blah. You can 
you can compare him saying this. It might not have been on a bigger scale at the scrum like all out and punk, but it's no different than what Buck did. Yeah, so if you're gonna shit on punk, there shit on you got shit on Otis. Like I said, I don't shit on punk. I think punk picked his opportune time to do it. Yeah. Agreed. What happened? <laughs> Jason just started busting out laughing. I don't know why. What happened? The sign somebody was holding up said trade Sammy for Brittany Griner. Are you seeing that too? Yeah. God damn. Yeah, I don't think Punk was in the wrong. I think Punk had I really think he's exhausted all options of trying to talk to them. I do too. Or trying to talk to Tony and it went nowhere and the shit kept getting spread. The rumors kept getting spread right. by the two most noted observ uh, wrestling journalists. So Punk was like, fuck it. Whatever happens, happens. And, you, and people just say, oh. Punk's got the upper hand in this. Yes. Punk has got a huge lawsuit for wrongful termination coming. Yes. And it sucks because. And the longer they stretch this out with him being hurt and not going to a conclusion, uh, according to the great Stephen P. New, Cornette's lawyer, the more money he is earning himself right now. Yeah. If he chooses to go that road. And I would. I would never wrestle again if I was punk. I'd get my two millions that they owed me, and I'd probably get them for about five more. Exactly. A seven million dollar hit's gonna hurt. Yeah, he had a career resurgence. He came in, was ready to work with these young talents, was doing great, and all because he got more over than the fucking Cucamonga Boys and Twinkle. And they pulled, they pulled their friend Coke Cabana. That's what all this is about. And he was being pulled. He wasn't even on TV long before Punk was even in but, the company. But if you even look, the ratings from last week's shows, nobody gave a fuck that Colt Cabana was not on TV. I think the biggest thing they were saying that, that he it wasn't until after Punk came in that he got pulled from being an agent and producer. That's bullshit. I mean, I mean, whether or not he was getting pulled from being a producer or whatever. The on-screen stuff he was doing was as part of the Dark Order. It was bit part stuff, yeah. They started phasing Dark Order out and getting less and less of them on TV anyway. Yes. So, I mean, that was in the works before Punk was up there. I think the I last agree. time he had a match on there was the Brody Tribute Show. But, like, you know, if you're going to be mad at Punk, be mad at Nick Aldis for this, too. Yep, I agree. Right. Can't. I'm not mad at Punk. I see it as, I see he took it. So I'm not one of those guys that are blaming Punk for that. But I think Nick handled it poorly. 100%. I mean. And I think he handled it poorly because he's not the main guy anymore. He's being pushed behind. If we're being 100% honest, ex WWE guys. Yeah. I mean, think about it. Tyrus, Cardona, Murdoch, Murdoch, all these WWE guys. But Matt, Matt, you're going to draw, though. Well, Trevor got a bigger pop when we were at, uh, in Knoxville than all this did. Yeah. yeah. Hell, I popped huge for Trevor when he came out. Oh, hell yeah. I love Trevor. Did they just say a four-way for the ROH title? Yes, Danielson, Guevara, Claudio, Claudio, and Jericho. 
as a pay-per-view. Yes. Yep. Danielson wins. I hope so. So, um, as far as the Cardona thing, I I don't know that he leaves. I don't like I said. I don't see the upside of him going back to WWE. I just I don't. Are you fucking lie? No, like you said. God damn! Oh, he fucked up his eye, man. No, it's one of those situations. If he goes back to WWE, there needs to be a reason. Right. And I don't see a good enough reason for him to go back, like you said. Not going to be a fuck you to AEW. He's uh, not, not going to do that. Six months worth of some kind of a title reign isn't worth the two and a half years for a three-year contract he would sign. Right. When he already knows he can make more money and be home a lot more. Right. Who's to say this wrestling musical he's doing doesn't take off and he gets on Broadway or some shit? Right. I mean, you never know. And even if it's not being at home, it's being wherever he wants to be doing what he wants to do. (coughs) Right. Hey, hell, to be honest, I think that's probably why he didn't sign an AEW contract. He just did those couple appearances. Yeah, he did. And a five-appearance deal. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Instead of signing a big, some type of big contract, he just did the short little, you know, few spots here and there just to, hey, here I am, kind of. Right. And I think it's going to work out to where he, uh, him and Brian are about to win the Impact World Tag Titles. Right. Yeah. So, I mean, you know. I just, and that's, to me, that's to anybody. Uh, you know, maybe somebody like Trevor that's a family man, but, you know, he'll, I, I follow him on Facebook. Uh, he posts about his regular work life and going to work like a regular Joe. I don't see him going back. Right. No. So, I don't, I think it's been proven that there's other ways to make money without the WWE or an AEW contract right now. Well, Cody proved that. Yeah. Yes. Cody, if you want to argue it, was the, probably the catalyst for that. Oh, no doubt. But now everybody's followed that. And, you know, even with even Cody, I think Cardona has topped that because he's got different outlets to make money that Cody didn't. Agreed. Yeah. Yeah, they've got the, uh, the podcast, they've got the, the vlogs, they've got the... Uh, and then he also the did stuff that was outside they of his... Do. Uh, they've got their wrestling promotion they run. Yeah. Like, and like right now, November the 1st started their fifth annual toy drive where they take uh, unopened toys for kids. And the uh, figures they're making. Yeah. Yeah. What was it you said? The figures for the guys who never had figures before? Oh, man, they make figures. They're making bendies. They're making all kinds of shit for guys that have never had figures. Conrad just got a fucking figure made. Oh, hell. She don't shut up. She's going to need CPR. <laughs> uh, 
Anything else we got to add, or we want to take a break and come back and pop a push? I think that's it. Let's uh, take us a break. We'll come back. Close give our pops, give her push, close this thing out, and go to bed and get up and do it all again tomorrow. Are we going to do the podcast again tomorrow? Yes. Sweet. Yes, you are going to do the podcast again tomorrow. You record it on your phone and send it to me, and I'll put it out there. Bet. Oh, that's going to be the worst podcast of last week. Fuck off. All right, guys, we'll be right back. We're fucked. Yeah, that's right. We is back up in the heezy for the cheesy, lemon peasy, lemon squeezy. Jelly peasy. Lemon cream cake. Lemon lemon meringue pie. Lemon cream cake did not rhyme with anything we just said. Well, he he just said lemon and it made me think of food. (laughs) Everything makes you think of food. I'm a fat ass and I love to eat. Leave me the hell alone. Maybe you need to leave it the hell alone. What the food? I ain't leaving the food alone. <laughs> That's for sure. Hey, hey, I had a salad a few days ago. That counts as something. No, it doesn't. What'd you have on the salad? A bunch of honey mustard. Okay, there you go. I had a salad tonight. What'd you have on it? A little salt and pepper, a little Parmesan cheese, and a little Catalina dressing. I love Catalina. Oh, yeah. It's a fucking Catalina wine mixer. I got some homemade raspberry vinaigrette. Nice. Oh. Mm-hmm. I like a nice raspberry vinaigrette. Got some homemade balsamic vinaigrette, too. Not as big a fan of that, but I can... I can. Nah, I love the raspberry. Things. I'm trying to make an orange vinaigrette and see what it tastes like. Oh. Oh. Fancy. Boysenberry. Fancy. Mm. Who's popping and pushing first? I see Hang Josh. on a second. Josh is sitting here singing Fancy, and Rupert <laughs> McIntyre was on TV, and he ain't even know it. <laughs> I didn't see her. He must be watching Young Sheldon, too. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah. literally, he's sitting here singing Fancy, and Reba's looking over his shoulder like, shut the fuck up. <laughs> <laughs> that ain't how I sing ass almost. <laughs> God damn, Will Wheaton on a magazine cover. That's funny shit. Will That's Wheaton. hilarious. <laughs> All right, so here we go. We're going to pop one, push one. Josh, Josh goes first. You get to go first. What time <laughs> is it? fucked up last week. It's time for the pop. Okay, I do have a good pop. So last week I talked about how my boss is leaving. Her last day is Tuesday. I went straight to them and said, "Hey, I would, I want to be the supervisor. I want to be the lead in this, uh, in this department." He wants to be a HBIC. I want to be the snitch. He wants to be the head bitch in charge. So, um, he's already qualified. Bingo. The other day, the main head uh, medical administrators came to me, and we went to their office, and they're like, "It's yours." So they've, I've gotten a job. And they said, we're not going to throw everything at you all at once um, because there's still some stuff that we want you to get trained on. Um, She has no intentions of helping me because I even approached her about it because they asked me to say, hey, will you see if she'll train you on some of the stuff? If she says no. Oh, yeah, she's done. She's done. Yeah, she's out the door. She's out the door. Because I asked her, she's like, I wasn't instructed by Kim to train you on these. You need to discuss this with her. So when I went to them, they're like, don't worry about it. We'll get with them. What a bitch. Yeah. God. Yeah. She's out the door. She don't give a fuck no more. 
So they've been uh, the IT guy has kn knows pretty much a lot of stuff already, and they're showing him a couple more things. So we're just gonna get with me and him, and then we're gonna knock all that out. But they're like, we're gonna give you a dollar raise. And you better watch out if that guy offers you a balloon run. <laughs> God damn. So she said, we're gonna offer you, we're gonna give you a dollar raise, um, and then about three six months we'll talk about more of a pay pay raise after that to see how things you go. Better be, you better be talking quickly. Talk yeah. quickly. Yeah, a dollar more, and you over all these people more responsibilities. Well, I've only I've only I've got only, one, I've only got one person. That's it's gonna be just two people in there right now. Me and the other person. And then we're gonna get one more hired in there. So I'm only gonna be over two people. Far enough. So what did you do? I pretty much just we just schedule all the appointments for the doctors, uh, handle their schedules, um, any uh, messages that the patients are needing to get to the doctors, we handle that. Um, any facilities, whether it's imaging centers, um, other doctors' offices, if they're needing um, information requested or faxed over, we send that to them, get their information. So we pretty much. Do a good bit of stuff in there. It's a lot. People say, oh, you just answer the phones and uh, schedule appointments. No, it's a little bit more than that. So, but yeah, that's pretty much a lot of what it entails for a while. If I ever get cleared, I might need a job like that. Hey. Monday through Friday. It's an it's a 8 to 5. Easy job. In that sense. Shit. Yeah. That's when you get rid of the one person you got. You hire Ben and Will. And then we <laughs> oh, God damn. <laughs> We ain't never gonna get work done. We'd be the most productive doctor's office ever. Hell yeah. <laughs> no, that's the thing. Y'all get y'all shit done because y'all be ready to go. Be like, hey, we got a podcast. <laughs> hey, we got a podcast. <laughs> yeah, really. Oh. But I'll keep that in mind if they ever clear me. Yeah, yeah. Absolutely. So, yeah. And she also wants me to try to get a lot of stuff that might be outdated that my old boss was still using and streamline a lot right. of stuff into more. Modern day. Oh, like your old boss. <laughs> That's I, funny. Like, I, was like, I told her, I was like, I've already got a lot of ideas that I want to bring to the table once things settle down and get transitioned over. So, so yeah, I'm super happy about that. Good deal, man. Congrats. Thank you. Yeah, thank you, sir. Definitely happy for you, buddy. Absolutely. I was, if, with everything that's been going on here lately, uh, that was a, a good little bit of good news that I, I really needed. I really did need that. Yeah, you needed that. Remember I told you, it always gets darker right before the sun comes up. Sure enough. Absolutely. All right, and I'll go ahead with my push one. I'm going to push it. No, everybody That's not how you do this. You know how this works. Gosh. All right, go ahead. Who wants to go with their pop? Ben, Joe? I'll go ahead. Better. Go ahead, Ben. Oh, it's a <coughs> Hold on a second. <laughs> Ow. That hurt. Sounds like it. I, my pop is, man, I'm just glad the holidays is here. Man. Yeah. What you said. I'm just ain't going to lie. Like, the last year's been rough. Made it through, though. Yeah. Got some money to take care of my kids. Get them some little things for Christmas. Uh, get this neck took care of. Get this shoulder surgery done, hopefully, before Christmas. Way in January, we can come back with another neck surgery, and uh, shit, I might not even have to worry about calling Josh about that job if the other thing worked out good. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. Right. But either way, just uh, you know, just closure on this year. Uh, yes. Thankful we all made it through. 
we all had trials and tribulations, but, you know, they say you won't put more on you than you can handle. Sometimes we question that because that's our nature. Right. Yep. Sure Get too religious here, but, you know, we we is religious folk at times. But we ain't going to pray on that on you. But, you know, he, you know, got us through everything we needed to get through this year. We we still fighting some fights and doing some struggles. But, you know, mind health wise, uh, we know Josh's situation with the house and we know what's going on. will help Jason and Jennifer's situation. So I think everything has come to fruition. And uh, I think everybody's going to be OK come the new year. 100 percent agree with that one, buddy. And that's that's my pop. Hell yeah. That's what you call positivity. God dang right. All right, me? Man, that's what we've been talking about the whole podcast pretty much. This Saturday, like three days from now, two days from now, yeah, three days from now, two days from when y'all listening to this, it's going to be I'm so fucking confused. What are we talking about? It's going to be Saturday. We're I don't be... even know what day it is today now. <laughs> I think it's yesterday. His pop is this weekend. I think it's yesterday. <laughs> well, whatever the hell day it is, Saturday, we're going to be Are we talking food? about Saturday when we're going to eat everything but the ham? We're going to be eating some good-ass food. Everything but ham. And then whenever the ham gets here, we're going to eat that, too. We'll be eating ham for full gear. Ass. <laughs> That's how late that bitch is. We're going to have ham New Year's. There ain't never no ham left by New Year's. You know better than that shit. <laughs> yeah, no shit. Ain't That's no ham game. left in my house day after crumbles. That's that green hand they talk about in Dr. Seuss book. I ate that once. <laughs> she was a nice girl. God damn. <laughs> but no, we're getting the good food, good friends, good restaurants. And what they say about good food, we got to explain. It ain't just one of our regular dinners where we have just good food because we always have good food. Yeah, no, we have This is our Friendsgiving dinner. We having Friendsgiving, which for some of us is the big Thanksgiving dinner we're going to have this year. We having... We're supposed to have ham at some point on Saturday. <laughs> but Whitney is bringing a ham. And you can tell this bitch that we're eating tomorrow at 2 o'clock and she'll be there Sunday at 4 and say the bitch early. <laughs> so at least we're going to have chicken and dressing, green beans... Sweet potatoes, macaroni and cheese, coleslaw, potato salad. Uh, I'm probably forgetting some stuff. Some rolls, cranberry sauce, some sweet tea, some pumpkin pie, some cheesecake. Kylie making a homemade peach cobbler. Hell yeah! But we we about to get our bellies full. Did I say peach cobbler? Yeah, he's about Kylie's making Kylie a homemade, making peach homemade peach cobbler. I love you, Kylie. With fresh peaches. Ooh. Love you even more. Well, they're canned, but they were canned fresh, so they still taste fresh. So yeah, better than a store-bought can. He also uh, said we're going to have some of a bone quichel, especially uh-huh. cranberry dressing. <laughs> and open up the dough, because I got this cold duck and he quacking, baby. <laughs> I think we're the only two people that remember that. Oh, I listen to it every year. I love bone quichel. I got these. But yeah, food. finish your pop. I got hungry hearing you talk about it. But no, good food, good friends, good wrestling that night. Yep. <laughs> Somebody get drunk off of eggnog. Ooh, we might have to get some eggnog. 
that we need to figure out that night what we're doing for drawing names to if we're drawing with everybody there or just our core group. Yeah, that's yeah. our core group. Yeah, because we're going to have a bunch of people over here for the free. I think we're better off our core group, honestly. I yeah. think so, too. $5 you know, just, <laughs> if, we, if we do everybody like this, all y'all that's over there now, me and mine and Will, I think we're good there. I can see that, yeah. $10 limit, I think we're good on that. We'll figure that out. Because I know last time Jennifer said, y'all, Drew a bunch of names and a bunch of people didn't show up or something, so we'll just go with there. But no, the What's last it? time we had some people say we weren't going to draw names. We were just going to get together, do a bunch of bacon, and eat a bunch of shit that came out the oven baked. Right. And uh, some other people were like, hey, let's draw names. And the people that said, hey, let's draw names didn't even get presents. Right. That's what it was. So we'll yeah. just, we'll make sure it's the, the core group. Yeah. Yeah, we'll do that. All right. I mean, we have a little crib dinner. We can exchange gifts. Shoot, yeah. And then we got Sunday to recoup. Recover from the, the food coma we probably going to be in. Uh-huh. Yeah. And then the Eagles play on Monday night. <laughs> All right. What you going to, who you going to be, you push one there. My push one. Is going to be featured at the Drew Game Memorial Tournament, November the nineteenth, and that's Chris Payne. I really, and eventually, guys, we will get this Tyler segment and our RCW push one live going. Yes, yeah. we will. From when we first started, going, shout out to Tyler too. Keep your yes. bitch ass off that ankle. Do not walk on that damn ankle right now. We're yeah. trying to play fucking gear. Call in to work tomorrow or yep. today when you're listening, you take to, your when you're listening to this. If Call it's in today. Burning, if it's burning after you stood on it, you need to go to the ortho. Yes. Yeah, no don't, doubt. Don't go to work tomorrow. Rest. What are they going to do, fire you? You're yeah. hearing this at work. Go home. Yeah. Go the fuck home, Tyler. Hopefully, hopefully you're driving to work and you hear this. Just turn the hopefully fuck around. Hopefully you woke up at 4.30 to watch TV and you're listening to this. Just go back to sleep. Call the ortho man. No jokes, just straight love from you boys. She yeah. stood up on it to play guitar and it started hurting and burning. That's not a good sign. Go get that shit looked at. Please. No, and then every picture he sent, it's getting worse and worse. Yes. And it's not like the bruise is healing. It's like it's just bruising more and more. Right. And if you don't do it, don't think all three, four of us won't get in a damn car, drive up to Chatsworth, and bring your ass to the ortho or damn selves. Yeah, bitch, I know where you live now. Because Saturday he was telling me after he had fell, because I wasn't in there when he fell the first time. He told me what happened was he was just standing there and, like, he'll stand and kind of have your leg propped up on your, like, uh, calf or whatever. Yeah. And he was doing that and his legs just gave out. Yeah, that's what he said happened. And then we were standing there uh, behind the curtain going to go out for that promo. And apparently this was early in the night when it happened. Yeah, it was before yeah. the show, before a bunch of people, before I got there. And you know his ass can't sit still. <laughs> well, there was another point that he actually fell. We were uh, waiting to go out for that promo. It was me, Banner, uh, Cletus, and Josh Vaughn were back there. Because we were all going out at different times, you know, getting the whole right. deal we were doing. 
So we're standing there waiting, and Tyler just goes down right there between where the walls and the steps are. And it took me and Banner picking him up because he was just about wedged in there the way he fell. Oh, damn. Shit. Yeah, like, get looked at, buddy. Yes, get looked at, please. All right. Back to Sorry, my we, we interrupted your pot, but we had to get the PSA for Tyler's health. No, no, yes, that's fine. That's fine. And so, uh, Chris Payne is your pop. Chris Payne is your pop. From the time he made the transition into his character, that man is has improved so much. He's gotten over with the fans. The fans love him. The fans want him to beat the hell out of Jake Murphy and take that RCW No Limits title. He's a complete different competitor. Agreed. Yes. He's gotten his life together. He's gotten so much better um, personally and professionally. I'm just happy for the man. And, hey, man, and I'll say it. Uh, you're dancing around the issue, but he posted on his Facebook. Been sober for over two years now. Hell yeah. Yeah. And that, that's a hell of an accomplishment. Respect. So, yeah. Respect. Since he has posted on his Facebook, I don't I don't feel bad about saying nothing right now. Yeah. Two years sober, that, that's fucking incredible. Yeah, over two years. I can't remember the exact, but I know it was over two years. You know, mad respect for that. Absolutely. Yeah, he was my he was my first match back when I went back to RCW back last year. Yeah. yeah. He and was that, my first match back. And that was and, when he started transitioning into that character change. No, uh, we got to talking that night, and then each week since then, um, he and I have talked more and more. Uh-huh. And uh, he was telling me back then, you know, that he hadn't been back long, that he had got messed up on the stuff, and that he got clean, he was off everything, and that's when he decided to come back to wrestling and doing it again and all that good stuff, so. So, so you've got to have mad respect for that. And uh, guys, wrestling, wrestling can be your drug of choice. Yeah. Right. Because when you get behind, when you come through that curtain and you feel that crowd, that's a high that nothing can replace. That's yeah, mm-hmm. no shit. That's the fucking truth. So, if you uh if you yeah. come to RCW, and, uh, check out Chris. Along with you stay in the business, you find other things that channel that. Like right now, you think the crowd can't. The crowd can't. When you get that that individual reaction, you think nothing can top that. But trust me, when you watch a show you've created from start to finish, come together and and plan, everything falls in place perfectly like you expect it. There's nothing better. Yep. Absolutely. So y'all keep y'all come uh, see our y'all come see Chris at RCW November the nineteenth, and also come to honor Drew Game. So and like you told me, like you told celebrate the birthday with us. Yes. Like you told me before about agent and matches and stuff, you know that that can be just as rewarding as like, you know going out there and actually putting on your own match. No. Yeah. Uh, you know, I got to experience that when I aged in a couple matches, and, you know, it's hell, it's just like you said, man. I told Aiden the same thing, and he said, yeah, whatever. After his first night, he looked at me and said, okay, you were right. Well, just watching guys that you help put their match together, and they go out there, and they, you know, whether or not anybody thinks they could put on a good match with each other, and they go out there, and they succeed and actually have, you know, the people in charge. Box. They have the people in charge popping over some spots that you helped them call. Yep. Exactly. Who you uh, who you pushing, Jason? Uh, I'm gonna go and I'm gonna keep it at RCW, and this gonna sound 
It's going to sound crazy, but once I get into it, you'll kind of understand. Uh, He's pushing Trinity. Yeah. I'm pushing Trinity. Uh, I'm the reason he's there. Trinity Pierce. I'm the reason he's there. He sent footage to Tyler. Tyler Washington sent him to me. So what do you think? I said, the kid can bump. He can sell. He can get heat. We can teach him everything else. Let's give him a shot. Tyler agreed, and there he is. He bumps. He sells. Everybody I've... uh, talk to about his matches says that he listens and he doesn't you know he doesn't try to argue Mm-mm. he's becoming one of the boys in the back you know he's you know making the jokes and playing around joking around and everything not being not being an annoying asshole but actually being one of the guys yeah one of the boys so i definitely uh is he the greatest you're ever going to see in a wrestling ring? No, but hell, who who wrestling at RCW right now would you say is going to be the greatest wrestler in the world all time? Well, Ben Thrasher was, but you know. You're not wrestling at RCW right now, Ben. I said was. <laughs> so, I mean, it's just, it's like that right there. He's, <laughs> he knows what he is. He's trying to be that, and he's trying to learn and get better. And he wants to. That's the biggest thing. Exactly. And he's not complained about anything he's been asked to do. No, no creative that we have gave him. As he said, I don't like that. I don't want to do that. That doesn't make sense. That doesn't fit my character. He's like, okay, yeah, yeah. Well, when you first, when you guys first had the idea to uh, put him together with the, uh, with Gabe and... Cameron. Right. You told y'all told me like, hey, you go run this by these guys, see what they think. And uh, you know, first thing I go up there, you know, I'm really at this point, I'm nothing at RCW. I'm just there, y'all's friend. You're like, hey, do this for me real quick. Right. And I walk up to him, I'm like, hey guys, what do y'all think about doing this? And while they were all receptive of the idea and like, yeah, it sounds good, Trinity was like, dude, hell yeah, that sounds awesome. Yep. He was the most out of the three into it, I give you that. Yeah, and he won he tried to put everything he could into the whole situation. Mm-hmm. The presentation of everything, what he was doing and all that. Agreed. It is good. I'm I'm a big fan. Well, mine, I'm going to stay in RCW and also tell a redemption story. And if you guys will remember back to when Drew was still with us, um, told us not to be hard on somebody because it, we don't we didn't know the whole story. Right. And that guy is Matt Gilbert. Yep. Who, whatever you feel about Matt, has paid his debt to society, was released on his birthday this past, uh, I think it was Wednesday or Thursday. He was at RCW. He will be at the Drew Game Show. Mm -hmm. Uh, No guarantees that he will perform. Uh, What he told me through Tyler was, if there's an opening, he will gladly take it. But do not change the show for him. 
talk about vices. Matt has had his vices, and Matt will tell you right. these are his vices. But much like we put Chris Payne over feeding his vices, Matt has beat his as well. Matt come home and seen his daughter that was born while he was locked up. And the video melted my heart. And Matt's got a special place with me. I've I've known Matt for years. He'll tell you the same story every time he sees you about him calling me a pussy because I wouldn't power bomb him from the ring to the concrete at TWE or TWA. <laughs> he finally called me a pussy one too many times, and I shoot power bombed him halfway across the arena. Right. So, you've never seen Matt Gilbert in the ring. He's fucking phenomenal. He is. He's Always got a presentation him. like no one else. He is intense like no one else. And he is back. And I feel like Matt Gilbert has something to prove on his redemption tour. And I will do anything I can to help Matt achieve that. <clears throat> and that is what Drew taught us about paying it forward. Yep. Don't hold grudges. Don't look at people's past. Be, look a, at what... yeah, be a decent fucking human being. Yeah, and I've never had an issue with Matt, you know, you know that or anything. So, right. uh, and trust me, the you know, a problem with uh, substance is nothing for me to shun my nose at. If anybody knows me, they know that. Uh, but I will be here the first one to tell you, uh, don't shit on him, because then you got an enemy with me. But I will help it any way I can, Matt. If you happen to listen to this. Congratulations, brother. Uh, congratulations on seeing that baby. Congratulations on being out. I love you. Sorry I missed you Saturday, but I will see you on the 19th, and I'm sure we'll be talking business. Well, one thing I liked about him, because he was at the show Saturday. I didn't know yeah, that. any other promoter booking. I didn't know he was out there until I went out for that promo. All right. Go out for the promo, start to walk back, and uh, he was sitting up on the uh, the bleachers right there, right next to the ramp. And uh, I saw him, he saw me, we kind of locked eyes, he gave me a wink, give me a little fist bump. And uh, Tyler went out there to talk to him, he's like, man, why are you out there, why aren't you in the back? He's like, man, I came to watch the show and, you know, do that. He's like, I didn't come to be in the back i came to you know support everybody that's awesome i mean eventually uh closer to the end of the night uh after the show was over he came back and he you know came up to me gave me a big hug you know said hey to everybody and just hung out for lord a good 20 30 minutes in the back just talking to whoever was back there i know him and casey had a long conversation and then, uh, perfect guy for him to talk to right now. Yeah, totally. But then he got out there as I was leaving. He was in the ring taking a few bumps just to kind of, you know, get back into the swing of things. And that missed a beat. No, no, nah, he didn't. Let's be real. His ignorant ass is probably bumping in his cell. Probably so. It wouldn't surprise me. And from some of the pictures he had posted on Facebook, uh, me, him, and Tyler's got a. Facebook thing set up, Facebook Messenger chat or whatever. Um, looked like that he was on work release, so he was still getting out and being able to stay in shape. Nice. 
uh, was able to come back home and go back to the job that he had at the trucking company. That's good. Yeah, so, I mean, he's glad to see that right there. And I know that Drew's smiling down on us right now, uh, putting Matt over. Right. Because if you remember when he got in all this trouble was uh, hide the podcast with Drew. And I remember he said, don't judge him. Y'all don't know the whole story. And I was like, we, we never judge him. And then he told us exactly what happened and come to find out that's exactly what happened. Right. Where did that motherfucker got his nose in everybody's business, though, wasn't it? <laughs> Man, that's one thing about Drew. He always did. He always, um, checked, he always kept tabs on everybody in a good way. He always checked on everybody. Always yeah, checking he, on everybody. He didn't tell on nobody unless he needed to. Right. Uh, and there's probably stuff that he took with him to his grave, too. Man, I still remember one night. It was after a show. See, donuts uh, at UEW. You know, we'd all go out and eat or whatever. And then it'd be like one, one thirty before we got home, midnight or something like that. Uh, so, you know, I could never sleep. Uh, I'd still be high from the show. And then, of course, my fat ass has got food, so I'm good. So I was in there playing video games or watching New Japan or something and get those late night calls from Drew. And I remember one, it was Drew. Listen to this, Carlo. It was Drew, Shane, Ray, Jordan, Jaden, and Jake. Oh, shit. And Brad Cash was at my house for some weird reason. <laughs> so we're on speakerphone, and that's when they pitched the idea of doing the takeover angle of UEW and TWE. Jaden's there. He's all about it. I'm all about it. We pitched it all the way to the finish of coming down to like a war game, and... I'm okay with putting TWE over because of how Bud was. It was probably going to have to be them over. But either way, Drew was the common denominator between both shows. So he was either going to, A, fuck Jordan and UEW, or fuck Jaden and TWE. And, uh, dude, it was like, we had this shit built up for like a year where it finally blows off at like Camp Jordan. We think we're going to draw a great crowd, which it may have blown up in our fucking face, but it fell on deaf ears with Bud. But just... The way we booked that territory that night was just perfect. And the fact that you had, you know, promoters that hated each other, you know, I'm doing air quotes, hated each other, me and Jaden, we never hated each other. I just got relieved from my position. Still wanted to run wrestling. Just because you open a show, everybody thinks you got to eat with every other show in the area. But, you know, full disclosure, had no heat with CWE other than being fired by the concession stand worker instead of Bud himself. Had no heat with Empire. Jason, no, you know that firsthand. Yeah. Uh, it is what it is. But, yeah, just for him to be able to pull all those, all those sides together still amazes me. Ow. All right, man. I know you, uh, hell, we've been on the phone with you for over three hours now, so, uh, I know you probably want to rest your voice for a little bit. I want to go eat another plate of biscotti. Yeah, there you go. Awesome. I know it's about time for me to get in the, in the bed. I did I be... say he wants some sausage? I yes, some he skin. did. Come over, girl. I got you some. 
don't think anybody needs that big of a damn sausage. Oh, thank you. <laughs> he said more than a mouthful of waste. Trust me, they do. <laughs> I try to give it to a lot of people. I mean, I've never gave it to anybody. Yes, you're a Virginian. Virginia. I'm a Virginian. You're a West of Virginian. My, of my former self. <laughs> I'm a West Virginian. Get it right, I'm a West Virginian. Yes, a West Virginian. I did like West Virginia. Yeah, I almost moved there. Moved there, you almost just didn't come home. Well, that's true. That's different. Double J had something to do with it. Yeah. And on that note, this has been the Turn the Buckle podcast. (laughs) (laughs) I am your host, Jason Hampton. Josh Cox. And I am the savior of your show. You're welcome. Ben Thrasher. And for Will Clark at work. I was about to say, Will, we miss you. We need you back now. We need to get, hell, we need all four of us in the same fucking room again. That's what we need. We'll be there Saturday. Yeah, we're recording something. I need. Uh, we need some more stuff for the. Uh, for oh, you're showing Leslie Jordan on TV. Yeah, sad. I miss that motherfucker already. Yeah. Yeah, these little TikToks that would show up randomly on your oh, for yes. you page just cracked me up. Oh yeah, when him down downtown at Miller Park and Coolidge Park and like, everything. Hey, I'm at my favorite restaurant when I'm back at home in Chattanooga, rib and loin. <laughs> Just crack me the fuck up. Will would tell him now he can't eat it that one. He'd have to go to Hickson. Yeah, he'd have to go to the one in Hickson to eat that. And he'd look at Will and be like, fuck you, bitch. This one's closer to the house. (laughs) Those two should have met. Oh, that would have been best. That would have been best friends, dude. That would have been a reality show. (laughs) Will and Grace. Will and Leslie. Yeah, Will and Leslie hanging out here eating some fucking dinner with us. Fuck yeah. Leslie on the podcast. God damn it, Will. Why didn't you meet him? <laughs> damn it. Damn you, Will. Way to fuck up everything. <laughs> Glad you're at fucking work. Bastard. Maybe they'll change the schedule and I have to work Saturday. Don't and say don't, that shit. You have to fucking work now. Don't forget, come celebrate Drew's 41st birthday with us. Yes. yes. Next there's, Saturday. There, there's... There was a method to my madness, apparently. Um, Jason and the guys know this, but I had a dream. Drew and I talked about doing this for years. I had a dream that he and I booked a card. I woke up. The dream was so real. I remembered everything about it. I looked. The first thing I do is look at my phone. And his birthday just happens to fall on the third Saturday of the month this year, which is an RCW date. I knew it was meant to be. I pitched it to Tyler. It took one mention of it Tyler's like sure we gotta do it so not only come out and support great wrestling with us and the first annual tournament but come out and celebrate our buddy's 41st birthday with us yeah, absolutely. we're gonna laugh oh, we're yeah. gonna cry we're gonna all kinds cry. of emotions. we're gonna cry we're gonna laugh some more we're gonna laugh we're gonna cry we're gonna cry we're gonna laugh we're gonna hug we're gonna laugh we're gonna cry sorry but y'all ain't gonna be able to see this but I'm serious if y'all will throw five dollars in on some Patreon, if I can get four guys to commit to doing it, I will take my camera backstage and I will film the interactions that Matt Hankins and myself are gonna have telling stories about this little short motherfucker Drew. Oh shit. Yeah, promise you. That's worth the price of admission right there. And we need to get Hankins to tell a story on the podcast. He sent one in for the Drew Memorial yeah, for the Pod. Memorial. 
so I'm I'm looking forward to that. I'm looking forward to getting to see some of my brothers that I hadn't seen in a while, like uh, Matt and Shane being two of them, uh, Spook and O being another one. Uh, see Cletus a lot. We use him a lot, but I haven't seen Shag in a while. I haven't seen Shag in a minute. Um, be good to see those boys. Shaggy was at one of Casey's shows up there in McDonald that I went to. Yeah, but we didn't get to interact a whole lot. Well, you weren't at the one. You weren't at one of them that he was at. Yeah, he was at that first one. No, he wasn't. No, he was at the one y'all didn't go to. Yeah, he wasn't at that one. That's right. Yeah, I quit going and the show shut down. I mean, what does that tell you? You should have kept going. <laughs> or maybe UEW can run it. Uh, who said that? What? We've all said that, Benjamin. Yeah, but ain't nobody said it uh, in public, if you will. If you will. And somebody going to listen and be like, yes. Uh, speaking of which, you're supposed to have a lot of UEW fans coming uh, to the Drew show. Good. Maybe that'll. Maybe they'll keep going. Bob, Bobby and them coming. Hell yeah. yeah. <clears throat> We're going to pack this place out. Maybe after drive. everything's Don't said and done, Don't. they'll continue coming. Hopefully so. But I... <laughs> Well, all right, guys. Uh, yeah, definitely the 19th. Come out to RCW, support Drew, support the rest of us. Uh, I'm sure celebrate we'll, Drew. We'll something Saturday. Oh yeah, but uh, definitely celebrate Drew with us. We'll get the uh, we'll get something filmed for YouTube there at the show. Uh, we'll film. You know, we'll record a little bit for podcast just with the guys. It'll be Drew story episode. We got plenty of those. We'll go live on the YouTube too with uh, little uh, little way we're gonna set the uh, set the stage, the ring and everything up for the. Uh, I don't mean the stage because we do have a stage. Yeah. The stage, the ring, and everything we're gonna have set up for the show. So we'll go live with some pictures and some videos of that uh, for you people that can't make it. Um, uh, the nineteenth before the show starts and. If I can get uh, maybe Will to go live on the YouTube or the Facebook. Uh, we can, do, we can get on one Facebook person to go live on Facebook. The, I was about to say, we'll go live on Facebook. Josh, pull up YouTube and do some stuff for that. Yeah, as we do the uh, the opening of the show, which uh, I've seen the video before you guys did yesterday. Dale had sent it to me, so uh, it's going to be great, be emotional. Uh, you're welcome for the picture of all of us. Yeah, I was about to say, that's what got me, because yeah. I was sitting there watching it, and I'm like, ah, man, I wish we'd have had something we could have sent in. And then I saw that, and I was like, oh, uh, there it is. Fuck. You're welcome. I'm going to send you guys a picture right now, too. Uh, you might have already seen it. Jennifer's got it, but look at the top left-hand picture. You got the picture yet, Josh? Oh, wow. Name them motherfuckers. I, looks like you, Drew, is that Woody and Roger Foster? Exactly. That's Ben with abs. <laughs> <laughs> and blonde highlights in his hair. God damn. <laughs> the only one I was kind of iffy about was Roger Foster because of beer in front of his face. <laughs> he finally sent 
sit it back, you're going to fucking Roger can't do shit with him. I like I've been saying that for 30 years. God damn. Best thing he ever did was shake hands with Steve Dave. Huh? Said so best thing he ever did was shake hands with Steve Dave. God damn, that would be the real thing. <laughs> 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 guys, we'll see you next week. Guys. All right, love y'all. Love you, kiddo. Well, all right, guys. Come celebrate with us. Hell yeah, that's been the podcast for this week. Peace out, fuckers. Ugh.